This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Cold Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox Newscast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mag smoking weed? We're on the air. I made eggplant parm. It was beautiful. (laughs) Check out Uh, the one. It was a cooking video. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're Mag. How you doing? We're welcome to the XC podcast. And uh, yeah, no, I was just being, I was just being funny. Yeah, Mag knows we're on the air. But the thing he said to me right before we went green was, I put up a new video, and yeah, I'm smoking weed. And then he's talking about <laughs> eggplant parmesan. What? No, I wasn't. No, it was eggplant parmesan. No, it's a. Uh, I, I posted it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the chat. Uh, it's, it's glad. I'm glad to be back. It's uh, great. I got a few choice words about Gaz, uh, but we'll get into that in a second. But yes, I posted a new video of me making some eggplant parmesan. So it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, And I'm going to be doing some more videos like that. uh, If if people enjoy them, I'll keep doing them. So we'll see how it goes. Now, before we get started on the show, Gaz, you don't think I listened to the beginning of the show Uh last Uh week? Right? And then then Colt says, Gaz, you're not Mag. And Gaz says, Mag is dead. And I'm like, okay, Gollum, I got you now. So I'm like, okay. So anyways, I'm watching the show. Listen, Gaz, the only thing that was dead was your performance, okay? Eight minutes into the show, I fell asleep. It was like watching an ASMR video. I'm like, what's going on? You know what? Here's another one. Gaz, you're a lawyer. One of your four major food groups is cocaine. You should do a few bumps before you do the show. It would have woke you up a little bit. Anyhow, and the last thing I was going to say about Gaz, by the way, is I saw him post a picture uh, in Germany, and it says 4 a.m. Still looking for sauce. If that's a fancy way of just saying hookers, just say so, Gaz. It's 4 a.m. and you're in Germany. They've got they've got brothels all over the place. Hundred euros, you're all good. Anyways, Colt, oh my let's get to the show. Yeah, those hey, those hundred year old hookers in Germany are. Mm, yeah, that, what's up, Timmy? That you know, shout out to the chat and everybody. I feel like uh, like are we really live? Uh, this is the, we are live. It is something, isn't it? Um, yeah, Meg, I just I spent like a good amount of the show um last week telling people to be nice to Gaz and be nice to you and and give us good constructive criticism. I mean, you come on here and just blast him right out the gate. Cold, cold. I was casually watching the video from a porch and all I heard was dead. And I was like, "What?" He couldn't just say magazine vacation. No, he said, and then I'm like, that's it. And then I went straight to like the joke books. I had to get it. Uh, <laughs> chat, you guys are awesome. I love you guys. Uh, thank you. And uh, apparently one of them did see my videos. He said, you have a uh, good singing voice. Thank you, Kingfish. Um, yeah, I sang in one of the videos. I might be doing some more of that too, man. Having a lot of fun. Listen, I came to the conclusion, Colt, this happens every time I go on vacation, right? You pull back, yeah. you sit down. And then you realize what's really important in this world is your family, your friends. Oh, I thought you were going to say the, me. The, the, you're, Colt, you're a friend for crying out loud. 
you know, so I mean, your family, your friends, yeah, yeah, uh, the experiences, the time you spend together, and all that kind of stuff. But what it also does is it gives you time to reflect. And then I started thinking about like this whole social media thing, and you know, with all the screaming and this and that and the fighting. You know what, man? I'm just gonna start doing stuff that makes me feel happy. You know, and oh that means like, playing games, yes. making pony master videos, singing cooking i'm gonna just release a smorgasbord of all kinds of videos of whatever the heck i want to do and just whatever's fun man because you know at the end of the day that's all that matters we're having fun speaking of fun let's get into the show buddy oh yeah i mean i forgot we got a show i mean we could just we could just hang out here with with our good friends we got over 500 people are here and yeah i mean to be official this is the xnc podcast and this is a weekly podcast thanks for tuning in if you don't know who the heck we are but this over here wait which way yeah this over here is mag uh, middle-aged game guy, a good friend of mine. He hails from Canada, and I'm in North America's um, United States. And we do this new show every week, and we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about Starfield very carefully. Mag's going to do most of the talking. We're going to talk about the craziness that's going on with that. We've got some news and leaks for Xbox games. we got Gamescom stuff. Like Xbox is like reeling, finally, finally, reeling the engine, revving the engine up and, and getting going. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to talk about all that. And before we even got the show started, our buddy Kung Fu Hot Dogs left a 10-pound super and said, to quote Tin Lizzy. Now, before I start this, because I just thought it's just now, I've been told most of my life that the official pronunciation of this band from Ireland is not Thin, but Tin Lizzy. And I don't know if that's like to harken back to how uh, someone from Ireland would say the name of the band, but he says, to quote Tin Lizzy, the boys are back. Love the Starfield leaks, which made me think... What Mass Effect Andromeda could have been? Darren Harris, the guy who uploaded the 45 minutes, uh, the leaker. We're going to talk about him early in the show. Ooh, he says it's hilarious. Oh. Thanking Todd. Yes, we're going to get into that. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda is a game that nobody really loved, but I replayed it in January of this year because I was like chomping at the bit for a sci-fi epic game, even if it was sure. Mass Effect Andromeda and Mag. Once I just told myself, look, the characters suck. The rest of the game was so enjoyable. Like, I after replaying it. it, I would give it like an eight something. Like, it's really, really good. But, I, yeah. Old, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the game, too. You know what? I, play, I played it after the fact. I didn't play it when it launched right away. And I, I came across it, whatever. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. And I actually was enjoying it. I, I didn't see what all the... You know what all the hate was about? But you know what I, th I was thinking what it might have been is some of it might have been because of the way that the, the Mass Effect trilogy ended and the way that some people didn't like. I'm not even going to say spoilers in case somebody else, uh, you know, I'm not going to say what happened. But just in case someone has never come across it or played it yet, I won't right. spoil that for them. However, I will say that the ending was a bit to be desired by a lot of people. I didn't have any problem with it, but a lot of people did. They went back, changed the ending, but it was too late. So it left a bitter taste in a lot of people's mouths. And then this game came out with no Commander Shepard. Right, and yeah. then I think people were still upset about that one, and then it got up. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, the, the new one came out. They're like, Bang. and so I think it got a lot of bad rap from the beginning. Like for example, when a movie comes out, a lot of it is based off of its predecessor. Right? If the predecessor mm -hmm. did well, the next movie, even if the new movie is trash, it'll still do reasonably well based on the performance of the last film. Right? Because it carries the, over. The, like, fans, oh, the, last the fans one was will awesome. carry it. Yeah. Right. And same thing with Matt. So what I think what happened here is that the Mass Effect 3 left a bitter taste in a lot of people's mouths. And all of a sudden we get to Andromeda. And you know what? I gave it a good shot. I played the game, finished it, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. Oh, the, the combat's fantastic. Just 
Yeah. It just wasn't serious enough. Like it was just too casual. Like, hey, kind of like Fallout 4's main character did. But we're not here to talk about Andromeda. But it is a really good game. And right now, uh, I am working toward a well, starting tomorrow, I think. I'll be building a review for Starfield that goes out, I think, uh, noon Uh-oh. on Thursday. And then um, there's a lot going. This has been the most psychotic week. And uh, publicly, I'd like to apologize to my family as I've been in this game room for probably eight hours every of uh, my waking time. I think as normal humans, we're awake 16 to 18 hours. And I'm basically going in the house to go to the bathroom and eat. And then I just go back. Uh, so I can like stay on task. But anyway, sorry for that. But <clears throat> this coming weekend, we're going to PAX in Seattle. And uh, Miles Dompierre is going to be there. Samurai Kibiji is going to be there. I think King David's going to be there. Lord Cognito. Uh, bless yeah, him for getting better. Pack, uh, He's supposed to be going as well. Yeah, um, they usually there's make a it lot. to the PAX, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're go- they go to the one over in New York where they are, and they fly over here. But yep. yes, yes, it's been very, very busy. And then... Uh, there's a lot coming up for Xbox, and yes. I, I, I feel like I'm kind of out of sorts. Um, we're, we're just kind of crazy at the beginning of the show, but thank you all for being here, and you can check out the show at your leisure um, on Spotify and Apple Google Podcasts. Let's talk about what Kung Fu Hot Dog brought up. Let's talk about Uh-oh. the Starfield leaker, and Uh-oh. of course, I'll have to kind of be careful about what I say or how I approach some of these Starfield topics, like super careful, but Mag has carte blanche, so... Um, mm, yes. Well, let what's me tell the story you right when, when, what's the story yeah. that, you know, cause you were kind of on vacation when this, or maybe you were just getting back. The Starfield leaker. Something. All right. I, per, the star, first of all, the Starfield leaker was me. Um, I just wanted to get that out of my system right away. Uh, also I've already preemptively, uh, rated the game a one out of 10 and I'll tell you why. Uh, I gave it a one out of 10 because I walked for nine and a half minutes and then at the 10 minute mark, I hit an invisible wall. And as soon as I hit the invisible wall, I said, that's it. Game over. One out of 10. Went straight over to uh, Metacritic. Metacritic wouldn't let me do it. I hacked Metacritic, <laughs> went in there, and I gave the first review of Starfield before anybody else. One out of 10. I can't wait for you guys all to play it. Uh, anyways, uh, in all seriousness, uh, I've been very careful uh, with all that stuff. Uh, I made a joke to Aaron Greenberg, actually, about uh, NDAs because I, I didn't have a copy of the game. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Persp- yeah, well, you got to rewind just a bit because we talked about this pre-show. I hate it when the good stuff comes out before we hit the green button, but... There, we talked last week about the the nonsense of the start screen leaked, and it was apparently just not cool enough. So, what did you do, Mag? Okay, for so what I did. On Twitter. <laughs> so what I did is I took a piece of pa- two pieces of paper, and uh, you know how some people have the screen. It says Starfield with the you know with the with the circle on it, and the you know the sun and the little astronaut. So I drew that. Right. And I made like a little stick figure with a helmet on it and a, and a sun with a smiley face. And then in the bottom left corner of the screen, I stuck on a piece of paper that said, you know, new game, uh, continue adventure, whatever, like the exact menu of Starfield. And I glued it. I'm not glued. Excuse me. I taped it onto the TV, the blank TV. And I said, finally got my review code for Starfield. Can't wait to play it. <laughs> And I thought maybe a couple of people would get a laugh out of it. Turns out it ends up not only like 100,000 different people came across that oh, tweet. Wow. Dude, it was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, what? And it's funny. I even told my wife. Superstar. And my like, she's like, what the heck? She goes, that many people thought it was funny. I go, well, they probably all think it was funny, but a lot of people went across it. Anyways, the best part is, is that I had to say something. And I said, don't worry, guys. The NDA is safe with me. Aaron Greenberg, of all people, responded. And he, and he says, 
don't worry. Or what, what the heck did he say? He said, uh, it's, it's okay. We know it's safe with you or whatever. So even Aaron Greenberg got a good laugh out of it. So that was kind of funny. So uh, anyways, I don't have a review code of it. I'm not getting it early because the long weekend is coming. And that's the funny part. It's almost torturous for some people because the game is coming out. The early access is coming out on the Saturday. Is it the Saturday? This Saturday, I think? The early access is Thursday. The, well, it's the first. Was oh, it Thursday? Which is Friday, which is Friday. Oh, Friday. Sorry. Okay, so sorry, not the Saturday. So the Friday. The Friday of what's considered to be one of the biggest, next to uh, um, uh, American Thanksgiving, uh, would be like the Labor Day weekend is one of the biggest holidays of the year because it's the last weekend of summer for a lot of people, right? Yeah, they jack so up gas has... prices before you go on your well, trip. Of course. But you of should course. be home. It's, you should exactly, be home for that. Exactly. So stay home and play. So anyways, but it's like it's like that crazy last weekend of the summer. Everybody's got plans. And then they're like, yeah, let's just release the game of the generation um, <clears throat> on the Friday of the long weekend. <laughs> and they're all giggling about it. Well, so I was just like, OK, so I'm going to wait till after the weekend. Yeah, I, I was I, I, thinking now I'm like, gosh, it would have been really nice for them to release this game right before summer ended um now that i've got to you know we get up early and get the kids to school and i'm like oh um you yeah. know because then are you doing I could be up later and, you stay at home well that's what i was saying we're going to pax so basically this week i live my life like the, the next day or two days ahead and anything after that is like it's like a brick wall i can't see beyond it i'm horrible planner um this thursday coming thursday afternoon my review goes up uh with the embargo and then i leave for seattle and i'm gonna be heading to pax thursday night and then i'll be there all weekend but darn i should have brought it in here that logitech g cloud if you've got good wi-fi we were at the beach you and i were on mm -hmm. vacation this past couple weeks yes. and we were at this yep. uh at our this beach house and they had like a nice 5g wi-fi router and i was playing fallout 76 on the g cloud and it was like like smooth really like yeah i mean it's just really good awesome. um so would you like to know what happened on my vacation <laughs> what happened on your vacation okay uh, allow me to tell you uh i brought my consoles up because uh, we uh, we rent a cottage in different areas uh, we go we have cottages up north and uh one of them belongs to people we know and whatever else and and then another one's in the family this one happened to be somebody else's so i was up there for the first week and uh, of course i bring my consoles with me because you never know if there's a rainy day or whatever else you're not out in the water you're not out in the lake doing whatever and boating and all that stuff so anyways i bring my consoles right xbox no problem well what my daughter wanted to play um what's that bloody game oh astro's playroom she wanted to play it on playstation mm -hmm. you know the one with the yeah yeah so anyways so she's playing it no problem and because it's a cottage guess what there was a power surge in the basement fried my PlayStation. No, no, it did not. Yes, it did. It fried my play. And you know what it did it the first night. So I, I mean, yeah, and guess what? Xbox, no problem. But the PlayStation fried. So I had to go. They got with the dollar general power supply in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dead PS five for the entire week. Uh, when I got back, luckily, because I know people, uh, in the neighborhood that could not in the neighborhood, but like close by that know how to do these things. So I brought it to him. He pulled what, the thing off. Radio goes, Shack? No, it was like a dude in his house. Like he actually does the work in his basement. And, um, what he said, he goes, yeah, it's the power, uh, it's the power supply. Mm -hmm. He goes, just wait here. He, I'm no joke. He went inside, ripped out the old power supply, replaced it, put together, put together the console. He flushed it out and like cleaned it to make sure there was no dust inside yeah, and yeah. then replaced the liquid, the, the liquid metal cooling. What? In 15 Jeez. Dude, in 15 minutes. Where did he, he get gave the me power the supply? 
he has a whole bunch of them. And you know what's really funny? You know what he said to me? He says, you know that you're the 13th person since May that I've had to replace a power supply in the oh, PS5? Oh, no, no wonder he's like... <laughs> he goes, never. And he said to me, well, I pay him cash for it. By the way, uh, uh, Timmy, what's up, buddy? Sorry, uh, he was just saying hi to me a couple times. Uh, here's the funny thing. So he says to me, he goes, don't ever send it back to Sony. He goes, you just bring it to me. He goes, I'll get it done for you in 15 minutes. And he goes, they'll bucks. charge you like three... Oh, God, no, it was not even 100. So, like, he just, like, dude, it was 15 minutes. He literally just went in there. He fiddled. He did this thing. He goes, yeah, all right, man. Fine. He goes, I, uh, he goes I, I changed your power supply. He goes, I did the liquid metal cooling thing. Uh, and he goes, and I flushed out your system to make sure. It runs like a dream now. But the funny part is, is that the play, uh, that the Xbox, Does it run Starfield now? Nothing. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, it runs Starfield now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the Xbox, no problem. But the play, PlayStation, later, sucker. So wow. yeah, kids, fine if you if you have a PlayStation and it gets fried, don't send it back to Sony. I'm going find to find someone guy. local. Oh yeah, you want to go from Seattle to Toronto? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> just to find this guy. Yeah, 13 power supplies since May. Can you imagine? And that's this is just a local dude who does it in his basement. That's well, I mean, I have lots of questions, but he must. I mean, he must have bought a power supply that they use like in. A lot of different things, I guess. I don't know. I, I never asked him, and I was totally happy that he had it. I don't even care if he stole them. Uh, I was just happy that uh, he had them. He just got it done. So, yeah, so at least you had a positive gaming experience on your trip. I did not have a positive gaming experience on mine, so that sucks. But anyways, yeah, I mean, on the, with the, that. Yeah, I mean, I, play, I played Fallout 76 for like 20 minutes uh, while everybody's kind of getting ready before we headed out for the day. But um, uh, such there was kind of... <laughs> kind of rustle some feathers myself uh tom warren tweeted about this playstation portal which we haven't really oh. talked about much on this show but apparently this thing does hardly anything it doesn't have bluetooth this thing's dead i was going to turn it on it needs to be charged but yeah i mean it's um i got it for about 210 i think it was maybe 220 with tax because it was on like some crazy logitech official pre-order sale yeah. and um the playstation portal doesn't have bluetooth so you have to buy the $200 PS5 DualSense earbuds, like the proprietary earbuds, or they're coming out with a full headset that is going to be compatible with PlayStation 5 and the PlayStation Portal. And it was kind of reported earlier that this thing couldn't play if you were on broadband and, or if you're on wireless internet, like mobile internet, but apparently it can, but it has to use, it has to console stream. And I... As far as I read, and I don't, I don't want to talk about this too long because I know nobody gives a flying crap about this piece of garbage handheld that they're that they're Dude, trying to get sell to people. But um, what a waste of money, man! What a waste of money! Yeah, I, apparently it can't even connect to PlayStation Now servers. Like you can't load like, this you, thing up. What's the? But I sorry, could be wrong. I could be wrong. I hate it when I'm wrong because I'm never ever wrong. But <laughs> help me out, chat. Like I'm pretty sure that. Tom Warren said, or another person reported on it, said that you could not connect to PS Now and play streamed games on it. That, that's that would a, be insane. Doesn't make sense to me. So you're playing for yeah, that's what I, that's what really bothered me actually. And uh, oh, by the way, the real Joxer, uh, just DM me on Twitter and I'll send you his information, okay? Because the guy's uh, the guy's out in Pickering. If you know, uh, he knows where he is. He said he's in Toronto as well. This guy's the best, and he'll do it in 15 minutes. Anyways, uh, here's the thing. Um, if you you're paying for PS Plus, right? Which is not a, not cheap, by the way, not cheap. I know a lot mm -hmm. of people complain about Game Pass, but even the mid grade up, up here in Toronto uh, in Canada, 
the mid-grade one, which is like the PlayStation Plus Extra, I think it's called, and then there's the premium, mm-hmm. right? Premium, yeah. I'm paying, I'm paying for the medium because I'm like, I'm not going to pay for the premium. That's ridiculous. So that's already 20 bucks, and that's not even the premier one, right? So imagine you're paying 20 bucks a month, and you have, and then you buy a 200 up here in Canada. Premiums 20 a month? 20 a month. The premium, oh. no, 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 excuse me. No, no, no. The extra is 20. Premium is even higher. That's like 25 bucks. So here's the thing is that now you pay $270. Yeah, look it up. Well, I mean, this is Canadian prices, right? Not yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm looking cool. it up. Cool. Go ahead. We're getting, we're getting jousted up here. Uh, anyways, uh, the this PlayStation <laughs> Portal thing is $270 Canadian, right? Because it's $199 American. And I'm like, wait a second. So you're paying $270. You could barely leave the house, which is what? Who has one TV in the house anymore? I mean, even if people have a monitor somewhere else or whatever, right? I'm not saying you have to have like a 70-inch TV in every room. But I'm pretty darn sure that most people have more than one screen in the home. What's the point of this thing? What, so I can go play in the toilet while my wife watches like reruns of Sex and the City? Uh, It's ridiculous. And then you can't even access a... um, For the players! well, it, you can't even access like your PlayStation Plus that you're paying monthly for. You don't think that that easily could have been implemented? It's utterly ridiculous. It's a cash grab and it's a waste of time. On top of the fact that the thing looks ugly as sin. That there's yeah. my there's my there's my well, rant for the day. Stupid yeah, and thing. I'll, I'll just put the top. I looked at this while you were talking. You can get it's about nine dollars a month for PlayStation Extra, the middle tier. Um, if you pay for a full twelve months, which Xbox does not allow you to pay. Oh. For yeah, a full okay. twelve months at a discount, you save says save eighty dollars by paying for the whole year. Like, why wouldn't you if you were if you were playing everything on your PlayStation? But the point is, as we'll move on from PlayStation Portal, is that the PlayStation Portal requires a console. It goes against everything that Xbox and everybody else are doing. You've got the Steam Deck, you've got the ROG ILI, you've got competitors coming up. You've got things like the Logitech Brio, or Logitech Brio, that's my camera. The Logitech G Cloud, which is comes preloaded with the NVIDIA GeForce streaming app, the Xbox app, and the X Cloud app. So it's, yeah. it's like a device that says, hey, wow, a thousand people watching. I, was, I really didn't think, uh, thank you so much for being here uh, with Megan. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, man. Thank you so much. Hit the like button. I should remind you, if we get 500 likes, um, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to I don't well, know what I, I would do. I was not going to promise I mean, something totally. Instantly get demonetized for what I was about to say. So I just kept my just like, let me just shut up. Um, um, by the way, expert, thank you, by the way. People in the chat are already noticing that my lighting is different. I changed oh, all my yeah, lighting for the show. Oh, I forgot to say. Yeah, yeah. I so do like it. I do like it, it a lot. Well, because I worked on it for a couple of days. I'm like, let me get this organized. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to make it better. So there we are, folks. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, Meg told me that on. he wanted to get the ambient blue lighting in the back, but also have his face lit. So he's he's got a light up there, and it's always a work in progress trying to make yourself always, look handsome. Always, man. Always. Uh, shout out to the blue number in the chat, um, Yodana Quezada and Happy Bomb, her fantastic moderators, and Dante, good friend of mine, it's Timmy. There's so many people to name, but thank you so much for being here. The point I was just saying is that the PlayStation Portal, literally, you you have to have a console. You have to buy the PS5 because there's no way to load up a game on that thing unless you own the console. And it just goes against everything that the, uh, I mean, I think that's where the world's going. More than streaming on demand, Mag, I think the world is going to being able to play your games that you buy in more places. And I don't know. I just think PlayStation is just really holding on to that. 
Now, Xbox has got it down to a science. They've had it down to a science for the last couple of years. Uh, even when I, even before the pandemic happened, I was playing XCloud in uh, in the airport in Tampa, Florida. When I when I came back from um, when I came back from my Disneyland or Disney World, excuse me, Disney World vacation with the family, and it was literally February of 2020. So we were like riding the knife of the pandemic. Like we like it just happened right after we got back. Anyway, the point of the story was not that. The point of the story was that I was in the airport and there were kids behind me, all like this. And they're all like, "What is he playing?" And I was, and I happened to be playing Forza, uh, Forza Horizon, um, on my phone, and that was oh, twenty with the touch. 20, well, with, yeah, with the no, no, no. I had a controller, and I bought one of those. Oh, you yeah, know, like yeah, those yeah. Things that you put yeah, your you cell did, phone up. In twenty nineteen, you probably did look like a like a crazy alien from outer space, but yeah. yeah. Well, it was February February twenty twenty, uh, yeah. and I was playing I was playing X Cloud. That was like we're talking three years ago, dude, and like. They've already got it down to a science, and guess how much I had to pay for that? Nothing. All I had to pay for the, was the my clip game pass like eight dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, my my wife got it from Amazon. It showed up on the porch the next day. The guy just the guy threw it like trash on my porch. That was it, right? Two seconds. <laughs> but the point is, yeah. is that they've had it down to a science of the fact that like if you're already paying for a service, you have access to it anywhere. These guys are yeah. making you pay for a whole new handheld console, essentially. That literally gives you access to nothing unless you already are paying for a $500 system. It makes no sense. You can't play a darn Who's thing unless this? you unless you bought it, unless you have it installed. Like I I heard you can remote as long as your console is in standby mode, you can remote power on and then you can get into your games as long as they're installed on your console. It's a weird like weak step from where Xbox has been, but I mean you they don't have the same is? business model, I will say. No. But if you're trying to compete in that, I think the price is okay-ish. Like the Logitech G Cloud that I showed here, uh, it's pretty nice. I mean, the screen is an inch smaller than the Portal, but this is like three hundred dollars most times, and the Portal is two hundred bucks. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why Xbox and PlayStation are so afraid to make a handheld, but Xbox can sit back and go, "We're good." Steam Deck and ROG Allies got us covered. Somebody else is going to make something even better. You know, the thing is, if the ROG Ally and the Steam Deck continue to sell relatively well, a cheaper alternative will always eventually present itself down the road. And what you're going to end up seeing, I'm telling you right now, you're going to end up seeing a $150 Game Pass, basically a Game Pass screen. You know what I mean? Game Pass mm-hmm. handheld, which is just going to be whatever, partnered with somebody else, who knows what, with who knows who. And it'll be basically, an ex- I, I, I hate to use the word stocking stuffer because it'd be like, come on, man, that's ridiculous. But for some people, that is a stocking stuffer, like a hundred bucks or something, like they throw it in. and Or maybe that's the present for the kids at, the, at Christmas time, whatever. Rich, rich it's, boy over here. No, not me. <laughs> come on, man. I would never do that. My kids get a Toblerone bar and a pair of socks and their stockings. Get a, out of here. A what? So, a Toblerone, Toblerone bar. You know those bloody things, that the ones with the triangles? Those are the best chocolate bars in the... Okay, oh, guys. I thought you were talking about soap. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I've, like Canadian soap. A Toblerone yeah. bar or whatever you called it. <laughs> no, it's a to- Okay, everybody in the chat, just put a thumbs up if you know the Toblerone bar is. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, Dude, Terry, not everyone was born in 1942. Channel. Oh, my God. They still sell them now. They're delicious. You can go get them at the dollar store, 99 cents. Anyways... Let's see some thumbs up for crying out loud. I don't want to be left hanging here. Uh, anyways. We, we we didn't even talk about the Starfield yes. leaker because you and I like yeah, just we went diverted off, off into. 
Well, I don't want to talk about the start. I don't want to talk about it. What am I going to say? He's going to get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny. The, okay. Maybe not jail. So a few, but like, a few you know. days ago, this guy posted, yeah. uh, I think it was like day two that um, we had access to the game, the people that are reviewing it. It was like yeah. day one or day two. He posted 40-some, 45 minutes of him playing the game from the very beginning with his phone in portrait mode. And I, I remember the very first top comment was, oh my gosh, we have our first Starfield link. And the dude recorded it in portrait. <laughs> and then um, it was just a really bad recording. And then he yeah. apparently had a handful of games that he got from his work. He works at some warehouse and he was trying to sell them. And Todd Howard went to his house and arrested him. Like, you know, Todd well, Howard, like, yeah. kicked down the door. He did. Like, uh, like yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. It was like uh, Mel Gibson and, like, Lethal Weapon 2. Uh, <laughs> with the, by the, way, with the leather jacket. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better put that controller down, kid. Hey, uh, shout by out the way, to, look at all those things up. Yeah, look, at, they know what the to, to, tubular, tubular, bar, tubular bar is. Hey, shout out to I'm Red Wolf, who's in one, the Gold. chat. Uh, good friend. Yep. Of, yeah, do. Do. Uh, shout you out to Red Wolf there. in the chat. He, uh, he put out a really great 16-minute starfield video and before you get a yeah. chance to ever like say eh, i don't know if i'm you know I, I there's no way you can get bored he cracks so many jokes and uh, so many sidebars in this thing and it's got great information check out his video he put it up uh, about two or three hours ago but um starfield leakers going to jail uh mugshot and everything and i don't know he'll oh, probably just happening. he'll probably just post bail and they'll find him they'll i don't know I They'll, ban him. Uh, they'll ban him. I heard Xbox, Xbox banned his completely banned his account. So yeah, that's that's the best they're gonna do. I mean, what else are you gonna do, really? I mean, it's not really essentially stolen property if it was given to him. So they can't really say it's like larceny of any way. And it's and it's obviously larceny under. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 500, which is not even a criminal well, offense. What about in, with intent to sell? Hot oh, Starfield intent. games with intent to sell. With intent to sell is a lot more of a problem. Like I saw somebody else in the chat said something about that. <laughs> Flipping minds, that was great. He put Star SWAT team. <laughs> yeah, they, they're all wearing Starfield jackets with Star SWAT on it. Yeah, uh, that's great, by the way. Um, with intent to sell, you can get in a hell of a lot more trouble. This is where um, Sleepy Gaz can actually help us with this. Uh, oh, being my a, uh, obviously I had him up till like 3 in the morning, that show. How dare you? Well, you know, uh, I mean, obviously, with his with his terrible um, <clears throat> law advice, uh, you could probably ask him what 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 kind of uh, you know. Uh, you know he's going to clap back but next chance he I know gets, he's right? Gonna clap. I'm waiting for him to clap back. I mean, he started it. Listen, I was just casually sitting there watching the sunset. You know, I had a cigar, I was having a drink, and all of a sudden, I was like, Poof. I'm like, he said what? And then that was it. He just set it off, man. You drew first blood. You drew first blood, not me, okay? I'm I'm Sylvester Stallone. You're the sheriff. You drew first blood. Anyhow, this, in all seriousness. Uh, who is it? Uh, Mathel says, Colt's mugshot would be like Trump. This would be my mugshot. 
with a controller in your hand? Oh, is that your No, phone? that's this supposed to be my num my card or whatever it is. Oh, right. yeah. so you're holding your card. Uh, you know what would be yeah, funny like, if the card it would, say, it would like, have like my Xbox Live gamer tag. Yeah, I was gonna say your gamer tag on it. Watch like, somebody screenshot that and and make it into a meme. Uh, uh, guys, uh, you know, uh, Legion of Memers. I know you guys are out there. Please. Oh, here it is, guys. Uh, Loop seventy three. Thank you very much for that. He said he was charged with felony theft. That is actually a situation. Because if I'm not mistaken, a felony, you're, you're talking federal, right? So you're not talking... It's a, you know, it's so a federal federal offense. Ooh, it goes to Supreme Court. It's ooh. anything over the amount of $300 or something is considered theft or felony. So oh, if geez. he had... <laughs> these days with how expensive games are, you only need to have three games in your possession or whatever <laughs> it is. And then you've got a felony. But um, I don't know what they'll do to him. But who was it in the... In, Tim Purr said in the chat... That Jez yeah. said on Xbox Two that it was the FBI that came in, not Todd. Oh, Jesus. But I, my report said it was Todd, so we're going to stay with my report, not Jez's. No, no, yours is better. Todd with the leather jacket and his shiny loafers. That, that is and he has one of those better. little Walther P90s, you know? <laughs> Licks it. Greenberg puts him up against the wall, and the guy's like, the guy's like, hey, Todd, get your dog off me already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah anyways, I'm totally, uh, that, that, that's crazy, though. They, listen, man. You know, I don't think you, that's Greenberg's accent, though. But... <laughs> I, no, no, no. It was uh, I was pretending like the other guy was Tony Montana. Never mind. Uh, here we go. Listen, here's the thing. What an idiot. Okay? You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. You've got the biggest game of the year. Okay? Well, he... And you, the whole spotlight is on it, and this yep. guy thinks it's a good idea to not only leak content, and then on top of that, he's going to say, hey, everybody, seeing that all eyes are on this game, including every single person at Microsoft, let's, let's intend to sell it on top of the fact that I'm leaking footage. You're drawing attention. That's like having a neon sign or advertising on Facebook or Twitter or whatever saying, hey, I'm going to be robbing a bank tomorrow. So, you know, keep an eye out for me just in case you want to say hi. Like well, you're advertising what you're about to do. Like Yeah, and these days you can't just these days you can't just drop a game in your console before it's available, but with review copies maybe they don't check that, but his name was Tyrone on Xbox. That was his Xbox handle. It was some Tyrone something. And they changed all of his socials. At least I saw he changed his Instagram or his TikTok or his Snapchat or Slip Slop or whatever uh, app he was Slip on. He changed. I'm joining them Slip. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me on Slipslop at Cold Eastwood, and he um, he changed his name to Starfield Leaker like two days into the clout. The clout. Uh, how old is this guy? Do you farming. know how old this guy is? Because I didn't see him. I didn't see. Like I didn't see his. Um, he looked story, like he obviously. was in his mid twenties, early twenties. What, what a jackass! Uh, yeah. like, that is literally this. I mean, I, I understand like kids do stupid things. I would actually be a little bit more forgiving if it was like a fourteen-year-old just looking for clout with his friends. <laughs> it was Bro, he was and he was blazed out of his mind. Like he was holding, well, the, maybe holding the blunt. And he was like, Yum. because I got he was, he was like this. He was like, <laughs> I leaked a field to my friends because <laughs> I got high. He was like, <laughs> or he was like this. Yeah, yeah. Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Starfield is a good game. Wow. wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I love that. Uh, broke my door. <laughs> and like, I know why. You know yeah. that Starfield game? That's <laughs> a real good on you. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> was yeah. he a South American drug lord now? Yeah, 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 yeah. My friend, and I, my friend and I used to always do that. We would always pick up a pin or a straw and like, you know, the, you know that purse? <laughs> that doesn't look good on you. And it's actually... Um, 
John Claude Van Damme and Time Cop. But we would—I don't know why we do that. That's, we just did that for for years. But yeah, he he was smoking weed on his video in portrait mode and saying, "Yo, stop you, man!" Talking about how, like, I don't know what he was saying. I couldn't understand him. But why do you jail. just smoke weed and like eat a bag of Doritos? But like, you know what I mean? Just do something and watch like a funny movie. But no, no, no. The guy's got to like get high and then <laughs> do a felony theft. <laughs> like, what the hell yeah. is that? It makes no sense. Like listen to I don't know listen to like a Pink Floyd album and like stare at the wall I don't know but I mean no, that's no, that's what our parents yeah, did yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's, yeah, no let's do it hey let's do what your grandparents did and let's listen to Pink Floyd while we watch Wizard of Oz and smoke weed this show yeah, is brought right, to yeah. you by Family Values First um, but let's let's talk about the Starfield FUD because right now we are at an all time critical mass like a, a supernova ready to just implode on itself and yes. explode as people. Fanboys, especially uh, singular console owners, are freaking out about Starfield, complaining about the loading screen, complaining about the mechanics of the game, not listening to what Pete Hines and Todd Howard have said in previous interviews and basically saying, oh my gosh, you can't do this one thing in a game. I actually don't think I can even say it. Um, It's not even worth saying, but I'll, I'll let Mag say it. But right now... Since mm-hmm. yesterday, they've been freaking about out about this one mechanic that they feel like they were completely lied to. People that will never even buy the game. Meg, what's the uh, what's the massive fud? Well, the new one is. I mean, there were several. There were several. However, the newest one in the in the news uh, is now the invisible wall. Right. That's um, the one. Yep. That's the one. Right. So, yep. like after I think it was ten minutes or nine and a half minutes, whatever the heck it was. Uh, yeah, and then apparently you walk into a wall. Uh, first of all, that is yet to be proven uh, from what I've heard, you know, uh, from what I've entirely from what I've seen. Like, I, I, I've never seen it. I mean, I know somebody else said, oh, this happened here. Is that something that actually happened? Was it doctored footage? I would wait to see. First of all, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, the thing is, we don't even know what it is. Is it a barren planet? There's nothing on it. What is it just like? You know what I mean? Like, it just keeps going. Eventually, it's going to cut off at some point. It's like Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 5. You can run through the desert yelling Kiflom for 15 minutes, but eventually you're going to eventually hit a wall and turn around, no? I mean, this is like... I mean, you can do that in Grand Theft Auto Five, and it sucks. <laughs> it's not fun. I can no, tell you, man. you know what I'm man. saying? Like, eventually, a, an open world ends. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. just keep sailing forever. I mean, like, if, if you were, like, I played a Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I did that. Sorry, go ahead. What are you going to say? You can, like... In No Man's Sky, you can lift up your ship and fly around the curvature of the planet until you get to the other side. But you would never know the- because it procedurally generates a certain amount ahead of you in No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. And if you got to whatever you figured and calculated the radius of that planet, which you cannot, um, but you could fly for several 20, 30 minutes, an hour, That's like flying. you would want That's to. That's flying on the, on the outside. But I would bet that in No Man's Sky, if you got around the curvature, if the game was able to tell you that, which it won't, I played 50-some hours of No Man's Sky, you would arrive at where you started, but it would be a totally different procedurally generated location. Now, Todd Howard said, I can say this, because this is um, like nine months ago or a year ago, Todd Howard said in his Lex Friedman interview, uh, Lex Friedman says, you know, why don't you allow us to just take off and fly and land wherever we want? And Todd Howard said, we tried that. We were working on it. And we were trying to figure out what makes the game good, what makes it fun, what gives you a good experience. He said they came up with this system where they handcraft the landscape and then have the procedural generation create it where it belongs and how it would work. 
So basically, a planet is made up of set big, huge tiles like the size of the Skyrim map that it stitches around the planet, but you can only access them by jumping up and coming back down. Now, right. that bothers people because they think the immersion of, of the space sim has been broken, but I could tell you if it was No Man's Sky and I wanted to see how far I could go and what I could see by walking for more than 10 minutes or 20 minutes, like I think whatever this guy leaked, I don't know. I don't even know the time. And if I don't say, that's even better for my position. But if yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. to walk for 25 minutes hoping to find some city or something that uh, is probably not there, I don't know how in the world that's fun. And that's uh, not fun. I mean, yeah. Like, aren't you aren't you trying to make it from A to B? Like, if you're playing, I understand obviously ex exploration because you know I'm. Let's face it, I'm the I'm the, I'm the guy when it comes to completing games, right? I 100 yeah. percent complete all the games I sit down. That includes my my personal specialty is open world games. So you know, if it takes me 200 hours to do it, I'll do it. I'll 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 lift every rock and look behind every tree in a game. You will, but. You know, I do do it, and and it's uh, it's quite unnerving to a lot of people. But to me, I enjoy it. However, you know, there is a limit. You know, if there's nothing there, and there's nothing going to be there further, I'm not going to go there. You know what I mean? Like, but if there's a city, and they're saying, "Hey, look, if there's a city that way, whatever, to the east, just go east and whatever." If it takes me ten minutes to get to that city, that's fine because at least I know it's there. But if there's absolutely nothing there and there's nothing to do out there, and you keep walking and walking and walking and walking for absolutely no reason, and then eventually you hit like something, a tether, a wall. Someone said it's actually not a wall; it's, it's like a tether to your ship or something like that. Uh, I don't know. You know why I don't know? Because I haven't played the game. And the other thing is, most of the people that are talking about this, guess what? They haven't played the game either. And the thing is, I think it would be wise for everybody who hasn't played the game, which is a, which is a fair amount of people out there, <laughs> don't talk yeah. about it. Don't talk about something you don't know. And that's the, that's the best policy. First of all, that's the best policy in life, folks. Okay, They're talking but about Baldur's Gate, it. and they haven't even played it, bro. Exactly. That's the same old crap. It's just a, it's just a narrative on, on whatever, or whatever social media you're on. And the thing is, at the end of the day, is that if you haven't played it, don't talk about it. I haven't played it. When I get to it, and then I get to a point where I'm like, listen, if it makes absolutely no sense for me to keep walking on an empty, barren planet because there's only one or two settlements on the whole planet, on the whole planet and I've been to those places, I'm not going to go wandering around in the desert looking for nothing. It doesn't make any sense. It takes away from the experience. And then all of a sudden, that, that, like, how was that fun? How was that fun? How was that keeping the narrative moving forward that you're doing something interesting? I explore not to explore for the sake of exploring. I do it because I'm looking for something, and there's something rewarding is when you find something, you're like, whoa. Yeah. But if there's nothing there, what are you doing? The other thing is this landing anywhere business. Okay, I just finished getting the completion on Jedi Survivor or whatever a month ago. Okay. They don't let you land anywhere. When you get to the planet, because, you know, you jump from planet to planet, guess what? You land on... You guessed it, the landing platform. Boy, yeah, what yeah. a shocker. Boy, you what don't a revelation, take off folks. And control, but the, the, I guess the fallacy is that people are, like the chat's you know, onto it, right? They know. The, the fallacy yeah. is that Starfield's supposed to be a space sim. It's it's not. And someone said it perfect. It's a Bethesda RPG set in space. It's an RPG. It's not yeah. a sim. It's not flight simulator in space. It's not whatever people think it is. It's a game with a narrative. I don't even want to know what the narrative is. I want to play it and experience it for myself. Is there a big bad guy? Is there not? I don't know what the heck it is. But I'm just going to play it when it comes out. But it is an RPG at heart with a story. 
and therefore it's not a simulator. And there, you know what I mean? The focus is the story, the exploration, and what whatever you want to be doing. Yeah, and the yeah. quests and all that stuff. Not where you land and how you land and this and that. It is not that kind of a game. And like I said, how does that affect anything? I just finished, like I well, said, playing Jedi Survivor. I landed a thousand times in that game, going from planet to planet. Yeah. What do I care? It's the same landing platform. It's where you're going from there that's important. Like, how stupid is that? I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I've talked about No Man's Sky in here a lot, and I, I have to remind you guys that I really do like the game. So this wouldn't be a knock, but it is very cool that you can lift off and go until the atmosphere le- makes way for the stars. It's really, really cool. But when you point to a location that you want to fly to, you're pushing like right trigger, left trigger, bumper, and then A or something like that. You have to hold them all at once and you warp speed and you travel for like a minute at warp speed and you kind of have to keep steering until you get to a planet. And it's pretty darn cool that you can do that, but it also kind of gets old. Like, can I just go to, and you can go to the star map and just in no man's sky and say, I want to go here. Um, and then it makes you do some of the stuff manually. But then when you land, I'll finish no man's sky talk right here. When you land on a planet, they all look exactly the same, but different color grades. This one's yellow. This one's orange. This one's pink. This one's blue. This one's green. All of the plants and trees. I think there's like maybe it feels like there's like eight different plants and trees and rocks. They all look identical. They all have completely different names. They're all new discoveries. And uh, it's cool for a while, but I mean, I just think from what we saw from the, from the direct in June, it doesn't look like it really is uh, supposed to be the same game. So I guess that's where we're at. You know, digital foundry was talking this morning, mag, Uh, Mm -hmm. you probably didn't see this, but they were trying not to break their embargo NDA, but they got to see the game behind the scenes at gamescom in Germany. And they had a lot of really nice things to say about the visuals and the graphics and the lighting and the performance. And they're going to do like a whole breakdown. They even said that their like analysis of Starfield when it launches might not be out on the day on, on Thursday because they want to take their time to make sure they cover everything and get it right. And they just look excited. They look happy. I guess. Can That's I good. say that? You know, the other thing is, too, I want to bring this up uh, quickly because I see some people in the chat talking about it, and they're not wrong. Uh, you know, saying things like people are upset or they're hating on a game that's not coming to their system. Here's the thing that I don't get, and this is what I wanted, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that the people who are like that are not listening to the show and are not in our chat unless they're like, you know, they enjoy being upset or whatever. But the thing is, is that if it's not coming to a system that you own, I don't understand that they've given you, they, and my, by they, I mean Microsoft, have literally given you every single avenue of every price range possible to access this game. There is no reason for anybody, you can't tell me that you can't afford one month of Game Pass. Don't give me that crap as you type on your $2,000 cell phone that you can't afford <laughs> 10 bucks, right? Yeah. Or why the don't $1 you up, not... The $1 entry fee like is canceling as well as it's going away. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Trial. So the, yeah. You know, the thing is, um, here, hold on, someone said something about my pop filter. Hello. Let me just talk in there like this because I'm going to scream for a minute. Here, the thing is, look at you can buy 
a triple, double, quadruple ginger, like cinnamon frappuccino, crappuccino from like a Starbucks. It costs the same as one month of <laughs> Game Pass. Frate pinkity drinkity. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? Okay, so if you do that and you buy that, now what the heck is the difference between you can't you can't buy one uh, game uh, one month of Game Pass and play it on your You sound tablet? like a hostile salesperson on the floor. You like knock the lady's drink out of her hand like you can buy that stupid frilly drink but you can't buy one month of Game Pass. Get the heck out of my store. <laughs> Dude, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. Like, I mean, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Like, so they've given you every reason, or sorry, not every reason. They've given you every possible avenue to be able to access the ecosystem at the cheapest possible price. It would cost you less than $100 even if you didn't own a controller, right? You could buy a controller and get your Game Pass for like 80 bucks, right? Or you can even go to GameStop and get a, what is it, what do they call it now? Played. Like, you know, a used uh, like a used controller for like 40 bucks. Oh, they and say then, that now? Played? Yeah, it's called P-L-A-Y with like an apostrophe D. That's like their used category. So you can get a played controller for like 40 bucks, okay? And then you can get Game Pass for 10. 50 bucks, you can go play Starfield. What is the problem? And then it's not like you have to return the controller when you're done. You've got it for the next banger that comes out or whatever. I don't right? even, I don't even could, think it's... You can subscribe to game. I mean that seems There's like no a, excuse, a stretch. Dude. Like if if no if I was gonna say No Man's Sky. If if Starfield looks great, like go buy a Series S or an X or use your PC or maybe upgrade it or go on cloud. Like go check see if your Samsung TV is is I don't know. It's like you're right. They've given you every excuse to play first party games. The problem is over the past year and a half, they've been really light on great AAA games. Uh, and that's yeah. I've been very critical of, of Xbox uh, sure. having basically nothing. Uh, and then, you know, that makes people question why they bought a Series X or whatever else. Fine. Nothing against that. And we're not talking about that now. That's not what we're going to be discussing yeah. at, the, at this very moment. However, what we are talking about is the fact that people are hating oh, this and that and the other thing. And it's a, and it's exclusive. and It's ridiculous. But uh, you have access to play it. Yeah. Give it a shot. Give it a try. If you're well, an actual real gamer and a consumer, give it a shot. Give it a try. Then you can make your own decision. If the, if the, if the Metacritic start coming out at 70, 70, 75, whatever, and this game is mid or blah, 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 then you could talk all you want because then at that point, everybody's played it, everybody's tried it, whatever. But if this game's hitting 90s, 91s, 92s, whatever it is, or high 80s, okay, and it's hitting those, it's hitting those marks and you're still talking trash, you're just making yourself look like a damn fool. You know, and it, it basically, I mean, you're already looking like a damn fool, right? It just that just yeah. stop it. Just stop. Yeah, I just know, stop. I know. Um, you know? Uh, let me let me read a couple supers here. <laughs> yeah, uh, all I can say is that I'm playing Starfield and I'll have my review out on August 31st. Chris sends the two pounds. Says, "How you doing, fellow Cadiz?" And uh, it was funny because I I tweeted today about. How I've never seen so many people threatened over Starfield. And this one guy quote tweeted me and said, you Xbox ain't got nothing over there. And he had like nine misspellings in his tweet. And I said, kids, he goes, you Xbox kids. And he wrote kids, K-D-I-S. And I said, kids, brother, you can't even spell. And he had six likes and I had 140. So anyway, shout out to, um, shout out to Chris for that one. Silent Cypher, the two says, Colt, 100 year old hookers. Bleh. Hey. Age is nothing but a number, bro. Abdel114 says, I feel like there's a legit chance Starfield will be the best game of all time. He thinks a 96 plus meta. Imagine if IGN gives Deathloop a 10 out of 10, which I think they did, and not Starfield. And he says, Mag is the goat. Oh, thank you very much. 
No, it's very I, nice. I didn't know I was a I didn't know I was a barnyard animal. I didn't know I was the best barnyard animal. Spartan six six one, thank you for the two. He says, Meg, you were missed when you were not on the show. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. It, it's really nice to be back and uh, being able to talk and complain and do do whatever and <laughs> scream into my my pop filter here. <clears throat> I Wait, did you put the pop bit. filter back on? I, I put it up a little bit because uh, I'm okay. It's, it's I, I can still see your face. Uh, okay, so chat. Chat and audience, just, I, I, I gave him a hard time because I couldn't see all of his face, and I want you guys to see all of his it, all of his reactions and everything. So where he has it is good. Was, I'll leave him alone. He's, no, no, I, it's because Discord is acting a damn fool, um, yeah. and the audio has been off tonight. Uh, my mic was hot, and it normally isn't that bad. And tonight, it's, it's, it's I don't know what it is, but the, the like I said, the Discord audio is just off tonight. So yeah, anyways, we do. We do our best to give you guys like a good, clean and clear and easy to listen to and easy to watch show. And uh, yeah, I went through it for like two weeks where Discord just didn't like to give me a nice, clean signal. But we appreciate you guys for putting up with it as we as we tweak knobs behind the scenes. Red Wolf, Red Wolf gifted a channel membership. Red, don't do that. You don't have to do that. But thank you so much. He gave it to Magnum Westward. Hargy Chani says August 31st, 5 p.m. Pacific time or 8 p.m. Eastern. He's talking about when you can play it. Starfield takes off. Starfield is, oh, yes, I was going to say this, Hargy. Thank you for being here on this one. He said, Starfield is at a number 42 on the best-selling Amazon list for video games. And Spider-Man 3, I mean 2, is number 54. Actually, Spider-Man 2 was number 62 earlier today, Hargy. So it's climbing up. Um, so Starfield is at the top best-sellers list. And I'll add to his comment that, Starfield is at the top of the Steam seller list. And I'll tell you why I'm talking sales. Because I normally don't talk sales because it's not the right metric. But Steam's top selling game right now is Starfield, just under the declining Baldur's Gate. And the reason why I bring this up is because Amazon's Xbox Series console version of Starfield is higher than Spider-Man. And you can get Starfield... In many other places, you don't have to buy an Xbox version. So it's kind of a, I guess, a litmus test. See how people are excited. So uh, Hargy's asking which one will sell more by the end. I think it's really tough to say. Meg, I'll ask you, which one will sell more, Spider-Man 2 or Starfield? Well, you see, that's not a fair... That's, that's not really fair because uh, Spider-Man, you're only going to be able to purchase it. There's no PS Plus in there, whatever else. Let's face it, Starfield, I think about a solid 75, 80% of people are going to be playing at Game Pass. So you're talking two metrics, you know, two completely different metrics entirely, right? So, yeah, know, I wonder what that percentage like, is. I mean, that's kind of a, you throw a number out there, but I, I might throw the same kind of number. How yeah, many would actually play it on Game Pass? But I, I mean, well, I'm actually, sure that it's Mag, I think, I think the sale of the early access thing has been a massive, huge boost for sales. Like, people are like, I want to play it on Game Pass for literally for almost free, but this early access thing is like $31 or something. 32? I can't remember. But I think people are just like really when when it comes down to it on Xbox, you pay $30, you get the game 5 days early, and you're if you're paying for Game Pass, you didn't have to pay $70 plus you get it early, right? I mean, right. Math. Um I, I see. Yeah, like I said, it's very confusing because I don't know how this is going to go. I mean, are the, are people on P 
PC going to be purchasing the game, or are they going to be playing? You know, like we don't even really know. Are people on Xbox going to be purchasing it, or yeah, are they going to be getting it through Game Pass PC? Game the Pass. The Steam Xbox. sales are all people buying the Steam. game, and I think yeah, the Steam well, sales yeah. also include people paying for early access for the premium edition, which I would think now, is what's also boosting it. And then you've got all these people on Amazon buying the game digitally or physically, knowing that. I mean. It didn't say premium version, so there's a lot of people buying the regular version when right. they know they could get in Game Pass. So I could, maybe only half are going to jump on Game Pass. Uh, dude, I don't know, man. You know, the more you say it, the more I start thinking that Steam is going to be the one that's going to pick up, well, no pun intended, every pun intended, Steam, <laughs> is that what is going to end up happening here is that you're going to have, you know, the, the, like like Skyrim. How many copies of Skyrim sold? Like, like 50, how many were... Chad, help me out. I think it was between 40 and 60 million copies, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, Something I think you're ludicrous right. like that. Okay, so I, I, I know that's a very wide window, but I, I know it was somewhere in that range. So if that's the case, okay, whoever whoever in the chat gets it first, you get a, you get a lollipop. I should, I should okay. throw a lollipop to me. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll go ahead. through the screen. There you go. Catch it. Uh, here's the thing. So 60 million, right? I know that there was no Game Pass when Skyrim came out, so obviously let's 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 tack let's take off about twenty five mil right off the top, okay? So now you're still looking at like thirty five million, right? You're looking at like thirty five million copies. That's more than what Spider Man Two is going to sell. Spider Man One, which was one of the biggest selling games of all time, the biggest Marvel game of all time, like thirty million or thirty five million on PS. I don't even think it hit that much. I actually think Spider Man One only hit about twenty plus million, maybe twenty five. Now I got to look that up. I'm pretty sure it was 25 million. Don't quote me, but I think it was 20. Uh, you know what, Tucker? Not. I'll give you a lollipop as well. Um, he, he said 60 million. 33 I still, million. I think it was 33 million. That's way higher than I expected. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So 33 million. Okay. So I still think at that point, I think that there's a good shot. Never mind. I'm going to take back what I'm saying. I'm saying there's a good shot that Starfield will outsell Spider-Man 2. Um, it's available to way more people too. I mean, it's, it's not really it's fair. It's available to way more people. There's yeah. like and not, thirty million consoles or something. There? I don't know how many serious consoles there are. Like, I don't know, twenty-eight million, thirty million, and then you've got two hundred and fifty million people on Steam, and right. everyone's gonna like wonder, hey, how's this game gonna look on my PC? How's this game gonna look on my Xbox? Uh, you know, right? Yeah, it's gonna be. Hargit does bring up a good question when he when he asks. Which okay. one's going to sell more? And normally I would think, uh, oh, Hargit says that $33 million was combined with Miles Morales. Oh, well, that's... Hold on, I no, still, I still that, have to search so, up. Okay, so I, I still stand, but it was $25 million. Yeah, you're probably I right. Say it was, I thought it was $25 million from the get-go. So, like, that's a whole thing now. So now you're looking at a situation where I, I think Starfield will easily outsell Spider-Man 2 because, first of all, let's also remember that at the time that Spider-Man 1 came out, PS4s, and, there yeah. were a hell of a lot more PS4s out in the wild. Yeah, they were like at 100, 110 million PS4s. And now, well, since for the past couple of years, Spider-Man has been on Steam. It's been on PC. I think it went to right. just Steam, I think it went. I don't think it went to Epic, but yeah, it's available I'm to tons really of players. Sure. Yeah. So now the question could possibly be, not that it really matters, like you said, the metrics all over the board, and Xbox just right. isn't going that way, but can Starfield outsell the the Spider-Man I series? Think so. The you know all I, three of them. Well, nah. oh come on, don't be ridiculous. Nah. No, 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 nah. it's not going to outsell all of them. However, 
Uh, if anybody wants to play any bet, you know what? Now I'm a, I'm I'm generally a fun betting man, but I would I would put my money on if you're if you're going to Vegas, you want to get one of those black chips, okay? You know the real expensive ones. I throw yeah. that on Starfield. I throw it on Starfield. I think that's a big. Actually, you know what? I'm going to look it up and see if I could bet on that for real, because uh, you know if you actually call some of the Vegas bookies, they'll let you bet on anything. So uh, you know what? I'm going to look into that because I want to, dude. I want to do that because that would make that would make that first two months between september and november really exciting okay so watching like the sales going right so we've covered weed felonies yes. hookers and now yes. gambling oh and I cocaine think, remember guys doing cocaine. and cocaine so i think we've covered just about <laughs> all of the, well, the virtues and vices of the world huh? choosing choosing xnc yeah uh <laughs> yeah i like to show i can watch with my family uh yeah <laughs> silent cypher uh no says swearing no swearing though but we will talk no about yeah that's that's how that's how i try to be you know oh you know no, 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 no. Just, we, we do, do some crazy nasty. stuff but no swearing no swearing. cypher with the five says i just learned something shocking today colt doesn't know what a tolberon bar is what world are we in <laughs> now you said it's a chocolate here i'm gonna look it up this is i've got a tab Dude, open you why would i know what that is i don't know somewhere i don't know you wash it wherever the heck you live listen oh i do wherever okay i've seen i've seen them I've never had one. Oh, yeah, I've dude, seen them a bunch no of times. You have no idea what you're missing. Why? What's so great? Is that ca you... caramel in the middle of it? Oh, oh no, it's got honey a, no, and it's almond like nougat. Nougat is, is oh, that the white stuff, the chewy stuff? Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna get. Dude, one. I'm gonna get one tomorrow. No, dude, it's so good. And you know the thing is, at Christmas time, they have these gigantic like diabetes ones that are like four pounds. I'm not kidding. They're like four. You could literally murder somebody with this thing. Like if you swung the total bar. Now we've I mean, covered every crime. Now that's that's all. We've covered every crime now. Now you got murder. The Sousa. How can you say it's not good? Anyways, listen. Here, Did someone say Hershey's is better than Tobler? You know, Boba Fett Gaming, you, you have to leave the chat. I'm sorry. Anyway. It's like a four-pound thing. I mean, it may make a hey, headline, uh, headline for the papers, man. You there's know, a little factoid. The bar. Yeah. A little factoid about Hershey's is that they use a special amino or some type of enzyme in their chocolate yeah, that heroin, makes yes. it taste like baby puke. Like it's this really bitter flavor that they believe is like the best way to, to taste chocolate. And there are some people who cannot eat a Hershey's bar because it tastes like throw up. Interesting, huh? That's I, I thought it was just I thought it was just heroin. That's why people keep eating it. <laughs> You know, I, hey man, I love Hershey's too, man. I'm a chocolate guy. I love. I don't. I don't like candy anymore. I grew out of candy because let's face it, I'm 48. I'm not sitting around eating like you know, you know, sour whatever gummy bears and whatever and nonsense. My kids are into that stuff. I am a chocolate guy. But when I get started with this chocolate, I got to tell you, man, it's impossible to stop. Which by the by the way, Halloween candy is already out and available, folks. <laughs> get on it right away. Uh, the four pound Toblerone bar. I'm going to send one to Colt. I'm going to I'm going to sky drop it, and it's going to land on his house. It's probably going to destroy half his house because the thing's so heavy. Anyways, it's ridiculous. And I sit there and I eat it for like two days, and then I'm sick for like a week after uh, just because like, I ate four when pounds you of chocolate. Bite into it like a tooth will just come right out. They're amazing. <laughs> Biff Rinaldi, who's been a member for five months, is a member chat. He says 71 hours to Starfield. I can't wait to dive into this universe. Took a week off to no life this game. It's going to be glorious. Sit Lord with a two dollar who <coughs> I I've had it since last Thursday, so Jeez. Yeah, it's fair crazy. Enough. Uh, sit... Did I though? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Sith Lord uh, with the $2 says, sorry I'm late. Welcome back, guys. I missed you too. And thanks to him for DMing me and 
making sure we were doing the show. I appreciate your your support. Hari Johnny with a five says breaking news: PS gamers amend lawsuit against Xbox, add felony what? charges against Phil Spender. For stealing Starfield <laughs> from gamers who only exist on PlayStation. Hargeet being messy. Thank you for the super, Hargeet. Elemental Peel with a five. Thank you, he says. So if this leaker gave up his gamer tag, does that mean Tyrone is available to use? <laughs> probably not. Probably, it's probably been locked point, away. You're going to have to put Tyrone42696943264. That's available. Yeah, My that God, one's... have you tried to put like a new gamer tag now? Like now that Xbox yeah. Live has been around for like 20 years? Forget it, dude. You have to put like the most ridiculous names ever to be able to get a, get a name on there now. Well, there's like we 100, early. 150 Xbox Live account, 150 million or something like that. Xbox yeah, Live account. Silent Cyber, thank you for the five. Says, Mag, it's because the extremists don't want to support a game that is under Microsoft. If they are a Sony diehard, it's dumb, but it happens, sadly. It doesn't make any sense to me, man. I don't want to get into that again. I mean, it's already been said. Yeah. However, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's so stupid. I mean, just like, we're, we're gamers, right? Do you work for Sony? Do you work for Microsoft? No, we're gamers, man. And if the gamers are good, who cares where they yeah, are? It's, it's your, it's your home it, team. I, I know people, they root for their team, and they, I mean... Like we've talked about before, uh, you go into the into the stadium wearing the opposing team's jersey, and they start throwing beers at you. So I don't or, know, which is crazy because beers are like fifteen bucks in those stadiums. But uh, <laughs> that's an expensive uh, disc. But listen, man, it doesn't He's matter like, if if I'm playing a banger on PlayStation. Do I care what people think? The people like say, I mean, people make jokes and call me pony, whatever. But like, we're just having a fun, having a you know gag, whatever. But you know what? In the fall, when I'm playing Xbox, what, what are they going to call me an Xbox now? Like, come on, man. We're just playing where the good games are. I don't care where they are. And if Microsoft is bringing the heat, then guess what? I think that's the, the problem is that is, Xbox has had some pretty good games this generation. Um, but they like, have. this is the this is the biggest one. This is like their the biggest, biggest game that you've been waiting for because it's not Halo, Gears, and Forza. And it's not a smaller, double-A, well-rated game. Like, this is a big deal. So there's a lot riding on it. Spartan661, thank you so much for the $10. He says, Neil deGrasse Tyson needs to play this game. I would love to see his rendition or his opinion of the game on his podcast, Star Talk. That would be so fantastic. Just having an astrophysicist talking about it would sell to all. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get some remarks from Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's it's pronounced deGrasse, right? Yeah, yeah, Degrassi. Yeah. I keep thinking Degrassi, but then I start thinking about the, the the show. I always say Degrassi. I think I said I think I said Degrassi in my video like a couple months ago. But I've watched him so much. Uh, Todd was explaining in an interview a year ago. Uh, it was one of the Bethesda updates about Starfield that the they found a way to get space to fold around your ship, and like that's how you travel interstellar in the game. And I would love to hear Neil talk about what they got right or what they're projecting into the future could possibly be a thing. Because they talk about these things on his show, on Star Talk, and on his uh, when he's asked about traveling into the stars. So I would love to see that. 78 Incorporated US Gaming, thank you so much for the 10. He says, don't let idiots who haven't or will never play a game ruin your experience. I'm playing the game regardless of whoever or whatever a reviewer or hater thinks a lot of his fool's fanboyism anyway. So that's right. It's true. Very well story. Said. Silent cipher with a two says, Colt, get a Toblerone. You'll thank us. I'll get one tomorrow. I promise. Um, Gotham guy with the five says, don't forget 
Guys, the Spider-Man sales included the PS4 bundles that sold during Black Friday. That was a yeah. big Black Friday, but hey, they sold consoles as well. And if you were going to buy a console just to get a game, Gotham Guy, I think that's actually a really good thing in favor of PlayStation that shows how powerful this console is and the game. Alan Adeltry, who's been a channel member for 15 months, says, what's up, Colt Mag? Thanks, Colt, for the great content. Thank you. I... All the way up until we started the show today, Meg, I finished a video that's going up probably on Thursday or Friday, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. Uh, man, I can't wait. Hargy Chani with the five says, Spidey sold $3.3 million at launch. I don't know what launch means, like the holiday season. Over I, $9 I million in the first quarter yeah. to $90 million PS4s. Spidey 2 is launching to half the number of consoles. Exactly, that's what I was saying, yeah. Oh, speak on it. Speak because, on it, Mag. Remember, it's, no, because it's only PS5, right? It's not going yeah. to the PS4. Uh, this is a PS5 only game. And now the thing is with that is that now you're looking at like half the... Well, you know what they're going to do? You know what they're going to do to try and offset this? They're going to try and offset this by... Uh, doing the same thing they did with the with the Spider-Man 2018, which they did with the Black Friday. I say what they're going to do is that they're going to release the game as per usual. It's going to come out. It's going to be out for a few months. Or no, I think it's a month or whatever it is. And then on Black Friday, they're going to release a PS5 Slim at a cheaper price, bundled with Spider-Man 2. And then that right there, we're gonna that's going to bump it up another 10 mil right off the rip. Because what's going to end up happening is that Black Friday at $100 cheaper, maybe $200 cheaper. Are you saying the next charge, year or the, the no, month man, after? I think they're going to go. I think they're going to go balls deep and just do it this year and bump up those those sales. No, no I didn't mean that in a nasty way. I, mean, I was being that just a the balls of their toes, the balls of their feet. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just yeah, going to go feet first. Deep. They're going to go feet first in the, with the balls and yeah. whatnot. Yes, <laughs> don't don't listen to me, kids. Uh, listen, they're going to. I think they're going to do it this year, man. Because I mean, Black Friday is what the third, third well, the third Friday in in uh, November, right? Day after Thanksgiving. The third Thursday, or whatever they call it, Thursday, Friday. Well, third yeah. Thursday is your Thanksgiving, Friday, Friday, yeah. and then the Friday, whatever, right? So yeah, we're not we, counting we here. So that's like that's almost two months of the game already being in circulation, right? Because doesn't it come out in September, if I'm not mistaken, or is it October? No, September. End of, yeah, September 20th, I think, something like that. Yeah, I think it's September. Okay, so by then, the game's already been released uh, out, out in the wild for 60 days. By then, you're going to pretty much exhaust, what? let's say, a lot of the people. Yeah, so it's going to be exhausting oh, pretty else, much else, sorry. all the people that have bought it, like the big fans. The other thing is, a lot of people are already going to buy it for kids for Christmas and all that kind of stuff. They've already bought that, too, because, you know, they buy it ahead of time. They wrap it, whatever. So a lot of the sales are already going to be exhausted in that first 60 days, at least of the initial fans. Then what do you do? You release a bundle, right? Your PS5 Slim, and you release the bundle with that. I think that that's coming, man. I, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe I'm wrong. But I think that that's coming. That'll boost another 10 mil right off the top. And what they could do from there is that they could look at it and say, look, guys, we sold, you know what I mean, for their investors, right? For their investors, they go, we sold another 15 million consoles this quarter. We've sold... You know, 20, uh, 20 million Spider-Man. We broke another record. That gets people invested back into the Sony and the Sony stock. That's right? a good strategy. I like that. That's I think that's good. Do. That's what they, that's what they do, man. Hollywood does the same crap. They do the same thing. What do they do? They boost, especially Disney. Uh, you know, with their with their stock plummeting into the into the dirt. But what they do is that they try anything to spin right around the time that investors go to buy. Uh, you know, to to purchase stock, and they look at it and then they spin it in a way they're like. 
yep, we broke records. Like, for example, they did it with, like, Ant-Man. And they're like, Ant-Man 3 outsold Ant-Man 2. It's like, yeah, because the ticket prices of movies were $4 cheaper when Ant-Man 2 came out. So, like, you know what I mean? Because they jacked it up $4 more since the pandemic. And so that's what they try to do, man. And I think that that Sony will do the same thing, and it's going to work, at least from uh, from an investor's point of view. Right, so, right. Anyways, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, and I'll be I'll be quiet now. No, no. I um, when you brought up the the, the PlayStation Five Slim, um, I I have to check into this, but somebody in the chat said that NX Gamer is saying that he doesn't think that the PlayStation Five Pro is actually a thing. I, oh, I, like at all, like at all, at all. But I don't know. Really? Um, if if it is, we'll find out in the summer. But um, I'm. I'm shocked. I'd be shocked because, I mean, I'm sure you've heard just as much as I have that this thing is a thing. I've talked to so, a couple yeah, of really not, good sources that yeah, yeah, have uh, got an eye on the tech hardware and the hardware testing. Yeah, there was a guy, Lethal Papa slammed the band hammer on a guy uh, named like Zaire, Zaire that said, these two, my grandmother was more about gaming than these two. I would love to meet your grandma because she must be a really smart person and knows a lot about console gaming in the games industry. Like to know more than Mag and I, that would be one kick Impossible. a grandma. She's a, <laughs> like Mrs. Impossible. Doubtfire on roids. So shout out to grandma. What was the dude's name? Did you see his name? Oh, I mean, I already forgot him, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Zaire, maybe Zaire, Zaire. Zare, uh, well, we'll Zare's grandma. Shout out to Zare's grandma, by the well, way. We're gonna call him Sheep Shagger Four Twenty for for the sake we don't know what his name is. Anyways, listen. To Let me tell you something. Hey, does your grandma got a Lady Dimitrescu shirt like this? Huh? Well, you get, she got that? I don't think so. She's too busy wearing her dirty frock. <clears throat> Carry on, Colt. <laughs> dirty frock. Oh, I was gonna quote Mrs. Doubtfire, but it's been too long since I saw it. But uh, shout out to I Lethal Papa for just. Lethal Papa just got off of the top ropes and just, you know. You should have, you should have left him in, Lethal Papa. We could, we could have had Adam. Yeah, I mean, it is ridiculous how much that we learn and read and and study about this video games industry and how much we learn and know and hear from people. It is, it's almost too much. Like, my wife gives me a hard time. She's like, hey, I need you to read this before we book this trip. And I'm like, ah, she goes, pretend it's video games and you have to know. And I'm like, I don't want to, because, <laughs> you know, I'll read an article and, and uh, dissect all the information. But, you know, the, shout out to the people here. Over 1,200 people are here. You're here because you like, shout out to Sheep Shagger 420, Young Shep says, um, you're here because you guys love this stuff as much as we do. And we really appreciate yes. you um, for being there with us. Uh, let's, we got to move on. I don't, I, I don't even know where we were, but quickly, I just want to say Xbox and Phil Spencer made the right choice, and I do not want to hear an argument from anyone. They made the right choice by saying, you know what, Baldur's Gate 3 is too important to miss our platform. Screw the the, the parody on split screen. Yeah. Just put it out later as a patch. Let's get this game on console. Meg, do you have any disputation uh, with that that I said? Ooh. No, I listen. I, I'm ex- I'm happy that they're making the exactly. By the way, I just like to point out that Colt and I talked about this the week before I went on. Well, before both of us went on vacation, and we said the exact same thing. We said release the game 
on the Series X and on the Series S without the screen split screen co-op. Get the game out there, and you got to ride the wave, okay? You got to ride the wave while it's going. You got to. <laughs> yes. Should I use another saying? I think Hit that's what you said that two weeks ago. You know, yeah. yeah, exactly. We said the exact same thing. We're like, listen, just get it out there. Don't worry about if you know if if it's missing one feature in the Series S. Fine, someone will complain about it for two seconds, and then it's going to be gone. Oh, but you know, it's not they did. Why, who cares? You know, let them complain. People are always going to complain. The fact of the matter is, is that the game would be on the console, and like I said, you got to strike when the iron's hot as well. All What's right? more important, so the parody of a mode, and I'm not going to minimize split screen. Like minimizing split screen's importance. Well, minimizing it kind of takes away from the argument, right? I think. All right. Like if yeah. I try to minimize, say nobody really plays it anyway, so let's reason and justify it. That I think you nailed it. Ride the wave. Like this is an important time. Very important. This game's coming yeah. out. Everyone on PlayStation is going. Now they no, they won't. <laughs> they ain't gonna buy it. Yeah. But it, it's a big important game, and it's really highly rated. And Phil made. I think Phil sat back and goes, "What's going on with this thing?" Oh yeah. yeah, our parody clause, a split screen. So like, that's not worth it. Just just tell them go ahead and make the game. Just go ahead and do yeah. it. And so I think the game's coming out in December. It'll come out a month or two after um, the PlayStation Five version. And they and, said, good. We'll yeah. just continue to work on the split screen for Series S, and we'll get that out in a patch and an update in 2024. And I think it's really cool that they did that. But people, are, the concerned trolls, were like. You've just opened the floodgate for all kinds of exceptions, and now games are going to launch without this or without that. And I'm like, don't, don't do that. Nobody cares. This you, is you such an outlier. Exactly. You know what they should do, though? And this is something that I would actually say that Microsoft should actually spend a little bit of time with and work with the developer, is that um, you've made room. T. Durden, T. Durden here said it in the chat, and that's what actually drew my attention. Um You've got Starfield coming out the first week of September, right? You've got Baldur's Gate coming out on the PlayStation 5 the same week. What do you think is going to draw more attention? Now's not the time, actually, to launch Baldur's Gate with the PlayStation 5 version. Let them, you know, let them have it over there. That's fine. There's no problem. They okay. can enjoy it. People on PC can enjoy it. Give Starfield its, its due time in the sun, okay? So it's going to play, doing its thing. Everybody's going to be playing that game anyway. And then... Mm -hmm. What's going to end up happening is that you launch it in December, but seeing that you launch it in December and you've got no other games coming out on the Xbox in December because you're going to have, what, Starfield in September. You're going to have Forza Motorsport in October. Uh, Call of Duty is still not yours. is uh, Not yours, you know what I mean. It's still not Xboxes. So it's going to be marketed with PlayStation, if I'm not mistaken. All right, so that's still there. And you've got nothing coming out in December, probably something in the early part of 2024. So guess what? Work with the developer work on some marketing and really do a hard marketing push in December at the end of the year for Baldur's Gate on Xbox. That's what you got to do. Do that and it will draw attention to there and you'll get a heck of a lot of sales and a lot of engagement on that game on the Xbox in a time when people are going to be nearing the tail end of their, at least their initial run of, let's say, Starfield. And then, mm -hmm. of course, Forza Motorsport, which is the kind of game that you kind of play, you know, here and there forever. You know what I mean? So it's it's that kind of thing. I think that that'd be a great move. So that's what I say. And like I said, who the heck wants it releasing the same week as Starfield? It's ridiculous, right? So give them that yeah. four month window, man. Give it, let it, let give them time to breathe. And between December and who knows when the next releases, it could be uh, uh, it could be Senua's Saga. Maybe let's say February, March or something. We don't know. 
right? Yeah. Or whatever's coming yeah. quarter quarter one of 2024. So give them time to breathe, man, and then uh, and then really do a marketing push with the developers of that game in December. It's it's mutually beneficial. So it's beneficial for the developers because then you get they get a boost in sales, right? In December four months and five months after the game has been released already, right? So now you're getting like a whole new wave of people looking at the game on a whole new, si- on, a, on a whole different system. That's one for them. And then it's a win yep, for Microsoft yep. because you got people tuning in to the game on the Xbox. You're not getting in Game Pass. I'll tell you that right now. That ain't happening. Yeah, That's I mean, you're happening. right. Having a staggered launch um on xbox is really good for larian studios and then i mean that's a win-win for xbox because if people are like oh Baldur's gate looks really good but i want to play starfield then xbox loses out on residuals so if you get that space in there where people are like okay i'm ready to try Baldur's gate um galarian gets to enjoy the pc launch ps5 and xbox launch and i think part of that was them trying to avoid starfield's you know crater and i I don't blame him but whatever Uh, in the end right phil made the right choice and i'm glad he did so Uh, troisky in the chat brought up one more thing i was sorry i'm gonna say this real quick mm -hmm. let's also not forget that we've got the cyberpunk expansion coming up Uh, he mentioned that in the chat i was like oh my god and you know that's gonna be hot it's got idris elba or idris i don't know i say i call him call idris okay so idris elba yeah. in there i or mean interest. man is he great right he I is, love he is great. everything he does he's great so i mean what a travel have you seen him in, james bond have you seen him as charles old. minor in in the the american office in the office tv show he plays a temporary oh, yeah, boss yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. he's just i'm like oh yeah that's that one dude uh he needs to be he should have been be. james bond it was he should have been james bond yeah i mean holy crap He's too old now, and then they should have gone after what's his name too. There, uh, what the heck is his name? Henry Cavill should have been James Bond as well. You oh, missed geez. the boat, folks. You missed oh, he, the boat. Henry Cavill he can still old. do it. He's not that old. He can still no, he's not that old. He can still pull it off. He also could still be Superman. But what the heck do I know? Well, they're gonna have Anyways. Ed Sheeran be, uh, I think. I think that's what they're gonna do. Um, I'll totally just pull the e brake, and we'll we'll talk about something different. Thanks to Gaz and. Um, Wandering Dutch and Forza Irwin, who are at Gamescom, they reported on their time with Stalker 2, a timed launch exclusive for Xbox, a first-person shooter in the vein of Metro Exodus, and it's a Eastern European game in Ukraine. The studio's uh, gone through some crazy stuff, but apparently, Mag, the game does not look very nice at all and does not what? look finished. They're pushing it into 2024. And, uh, I mean, I could say what the heck's going on, but we obviously know that they've gone through a massive, uh, horrible, devastating war in their home country and that in their studio, but not hearing great things about stalker and stalker really needed to be a banger for this team to, you know, redeem themselves and have something great after what they've gone through, not redeem themselves, but redeem what they've gone through their hardships in real life. Um, but it sounds like stalker doesn't look that great. Um, I think Wandering Dutch said that it almost looked like Roblox in, at moments. I just can't believe Come it because on. the stuff we've seen looks like just fantastic. But yeah. I don't know, chat. What do you think about Stalker? I'm not waiting for the moment that game comes out, but I know when it does, I'm excited to play it. Um, let me know, chat. Let me know what you think. Do you have know, anything man. to say I mean, about that, Meg? Again, we got to see what this game looks like in action properly, not... You know, not a fluffed up version of whatever, you know what I mean? Like a vertical slice or whatever. Let's see the game in action. Uh, again, I'm going to hold judgment until the game is out. 
if they delayed the game, obviously, let's face facts, folks, they delayed it for a reason, right? So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just, there's obviously a reason for it. And so, you don't just delay it for the sake of delaying it. So, the thing wasn't probably running right, looking good, that kind of thing. Great, not so great, whatever. Uh, Could have been a driver problem on the PC they were playing on. He said he played on mouse and keyboard. And, like, I, I previewed a game I mean, you, only you on PC, and you guy. never know. You never know with PC. Like, they could have it set up so it looks unbelievable like you've never seen before. Or the game could just be having some weird problem with, with uh, who knows what. But I don't know. I don't know. You know, the thing is, is that you don't need another black eye in Game Pass in the same year as Redfall. Yeah. True. Right? So, True. like, you do not want to do that. Can you imagine, like, the, you know, the press on that kind of thing? Like, you got Redfall, and then six months later, you got another dud. Like, you know, and then the other thing is, too, listen, I'm not taking away anything from those games, so please don't misconstrue what I'm sure. saying, folks. But I, but let's just face it, that Atomic Heart didn't exactly like the world on fire either. It wasn't a bad game, but it didn't yeah, it like the bad. world on fire. It was yeah. it was okay. And yeah. then that other one, Wo Long, that was all right, too. But they weren't as big as we were hoping they would be like right like we were hoping that like atomic heart was going to be like the russian wolfenstein you know what i mean like uh yeah it, russian, it, russian it really did look like it could be something really I, really special and exactly. it was mostly it, kind of a chore to play but it, i liked it i'm glad it I, was okay do you ever say this i say this a lot i'm glad i played it like i, I sure i played yeah. it too Le and Levi you know, Sorensen the says, is, let them yeah. cook. Yes, absolutely. Let them, let them cook and let these people heal as well. If they need another year, oh, man, that's two-year delay, but this ain't a studio has a management they problem. This studio is literally boxed out of there and gone to a safe location to continue working on a video game. So I don't have a lot to say about Stalker, but I wish them the best over there. Yeah, I wish them the best, too. You but know, you know what you game know. does look really good and has looked way improved? Uh, according oh to Forza Irwin, who runs a racing channel, is Forza Motorsport. And yes. I was corrected pretty harshly that Phil and Turn 10 both promised over a year or two ago that this game runs 4K60 with ray tracing on track. Yes, and I did hear we that. have yet to see the performance and quality modes, but according to those guys who got hands-on with the game um, and somebody who will have hands-on with the game soon... I don't know who that could be, but um, Forza has gotten even more visual improvements and is looking and feeling better. I cannot wait to see what happens. I know there's people that don't care about racing games or sim-type games, but I have the steering wheel, and I know... Just let me say this. I'm going to sit down and play that game with Spotify and my headphones and hearing the engine and listen to my own music, and I'm going to race for hours and do a bunch of the things, and um, I'm looking forward to it. They, they give you XP for taking corners and turns just right, and that you can unlock stuff, so it's going to feel like a fun video game, I think, so I'm excited. Meg, do you have anything to about, say about Forza? Uh, I think I'm the I've, Forza guy here, but... Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I'm more of a Forza Horizon player. Uh, I enjoy them. I play through the story mode or whatever else. Uh, it's funny because, you know, taste change as you get older, right? And, like, as you go along, I used to be a monster racing fan. I was huge into racing. Midnight Club, uh, uh, Rockstar's Midnight Club, uh, LA edition, whatever the heck it was called. Um, yeah. The Need for Speed Underground series. I adored that. That was at the height of actual Fast and Furious movies where, you know, it was actually about cars, not about, like, you know, blowing up buildings in Dubai with, like, you know, like with tanks or whatever the heck they're up to. Uh, you know, it's like, 
it, those games were hot. I played them for hours and hours and hours. I adored those games. Uh, I still love my Forza Horizons, uh, but I've dropped off a little bit because now I, I really enjoy, um, you know, the, the, the open world RPG thing is really my big thing now, right? So, But it doesn't mean I'm not going to be firing it up because uh, by the time... Uh, Forza uh, Motorsport comes out. I will obviously be back in the Game Pass ecosystem because I'll be playing Starfield. So I'll be playing Starfield. I'll be playing Forza uh, Mot uh, Motorsport. I'm going to check it out. Um, I don't, uh, I you know, I, I don't have anything against uh, track racing. I've used to play Ridge Racer all the time. I played hundreds and hundreds Ridge of hours of Ridge Racer. Racing. Come on, man, those games were hot, and I love that stuff, man. I, I think it's a lot of fun. So I will give it its due time. Uh, I'm not a monster like uh, Carnut. I've been. You know, I've been blessed to be able to, you know, drive and be a part of a lot of those incredible cars. Not mine, but uh, I've been able to do all that kind of stuff. So it's been a lot of fun. However, that being the case is that now I'm just going to play the game probably about 20, 30 hours. I could see myself playing it, uh, but I'm not going to sit there and, you know, I'm not going to fart around with like the axles and like the springs and all that stuff. Like, I mean, maybe if I do this, the car balance will do this. I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like when I, when I, when I, you know, last, was it last summer and this summer too, you know, you get into like a pretty exotic cars and stuff like that, you know, get into a Bugatti or something like that. I don't care what the springs look like. I don't care where the axle weighs. I don't care how much pressure is yeah. in the tire. I just think, hey, that's really cool. You know what I mean? And that's about it, right? That kind of thing. So, yeah. uh, like, I'm going to play the game for the game, you know, play the circuits, play the championships, get the medals, do whatever it is I got to do, have some fun with it, move on, because then Call of Duty's coming out, right, a few weeks later, oh and Spider-Man's coming around the same time. Yeah, It's been like this be every year of, of our gaming lives, like, then there's this, then there's this, then there's this, then there's this. Um, and let's not yeah. forget, by the way, let's not forget, also, we got uh, Alan Wake 2, which looks fire. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That game looks incredible. Did you see the new footage they released for Gamescom? No, I didn't. I Holy didn't. dude. Tell me about it. Don't look at it. Don't know. Don't look at it. Your eyeballs are, will literally melt out of your skull. Are, are we looking week, game? Are look we looking game of the year contender, bro? Well, I don't know, dude. There's so many hot games this year. I mean, you got Tears of the Kingdom. You've got Baldur's Gate. You've got Starfield. I mean, that. Ah, geez, those three alone, right? Uh, I mean, Alan Wake. But I gotta tell you something. Your eyeballs will literally explode. You're gonna look like Sandra Bullock the next week with a big, like you know, uh, you know Leonardo uh, rag around your head, like that stupid movie she was in. Uh, anyways, here's the thing: is that what? Hey, what are you oh. talking about? Uh, Bird Birdcage or whatever it was yeah, called. I wonder what the hell that movie was. What was that? No, Birdcage is the one with the. <laughs> no, that's the one with Robin Williams, <laughs> which is fantastic. Yeah, great what was movie, it called? By the way, but what was it called? I don't know. It was just something that, like, if you looked at something, everyone you'd, like, talked I don't know, about you'd die it like, a couple years ago, and I watched it with my with my kid. What was that movie? Bird, Blind Bird, 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 Bird Band, Bird, bird Bath. Was that what it was? Bird, bird Bath. Uh, we'll call, Where's we'll the chat? What's the name of the movie where she has to blindfold herself so she won't go into a murderous rampage? Yeah, I know. <laughs> So what? What, what, what? Bird box. Bird box. There, there, there they go. Bird, bird box. Uh, what? So what do you like? Bird cage. I don't know. Whatever. Bird cage. So, anyways, listen. The footage looks incredible. I really like the idea. Oh, Alan Wake. That Alan, you, Wake too. Alan Wake too. Alan Wake too. I really like the idea that you could play as Alan Wake, and of course, you could play as the FBI agent. Uh, so you're getting two perspectives. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Resident Evil. Too. Remember when you got to play as two different characters? Yeah. And yeah. then it branched off into two Leon different Leon and uh, Janice, or whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah it was great. I love that. So, uh, <laughs> wait, really it was Leon and uh, 
No, it wasn't Janice. What Megity, Megity, or Me- Megan? Meg- what was her name? Leon no, and wasn't it, uh, Leon oh and, and Sarah. What yeah, was her name? Yeah, by the way, flipping my thank you. He said bird droppings. By the way, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he said yeah, bird shiz. <laughs> yeah, yo, Donnie Kazadi. Yeah, the movie with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane is freaking hilarious. Uh, yeah. Came out like Night Sandy Sandbox. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> what was uh, Sandy? Ja- yeah, Janice and Leon were in Resident Evil 2. Or Cl- Claire, there Claire. it is. It's Claire. <laughs> See what someone wrote, Janice? What the F? Yeah. Um, I always do that to my my family hates me when I do that. I, I'm like, what about uh, what about Elmo down the road? Elmo? His name's not Elmo. Like, oh, what's his name? Like, Cookie Monster, whatever his name is. But yeah. We, well, that's look, such we a tangent. Two, so Alan Wake 2 is looking pretty hot, huh? Look, Dude, it's looking incredible. And uh, I just, as I told you, I just got, I just finished uh, the Alan Wake remastered, and I played through it twice. I loved it. Got, I got every ounce out of that game. Okay, I got the platinum because I played on PlayStation because it was for free on uh, PS Plus. So that's how you save your dollars, kids. So, anyways, I played it on PS. I bought the remaster, and I've yet to. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's fantastic, man. I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed going back and doing that. So now I'm looking forward to this. Man, does it ever look good. And that new footage, check it out. I think it was Mods Gaming, uh, uh, Mads Gaming. Go check mm-hmm. him out. I think he did a whole uh, he did a whole expose on it. Um, anyways, so that looks really great. Uh, you've got Assassin's Creed Mirage in the mix. Oh, jeez, right? I forgot about and, that yeah, one. Yeah, I know, dude. And this is all within a month of Forza Motorsport. So Forza Motorsport's probably going to get about 20 to 30 hours out of me other than that dude forget it and then when all said and done you've got Baldur's gate assuming that i you know assuming that i'm interested really play it i'm not really a, a turn-based guy but uh you know the thing is yeah. all this december you've got that pandora game from ubisoft that looks fantastic so you know oh wait wait, wait. when's that one coming out that's december man first week of december and that looks really good, yeah. and it's a, and it's and it's a co-op game too, man. It, They're showing more and more footage. If they are very confident in that game, I promise you, if that game, if that game mostly feels like Far Cry but it's set in the Avatar universe, I will probably love it, even if it feels derivative. Like I will probably just get into that and i don't it know. Looks great, uh, and you know, you know, I do work with Ubisoft. If when they're hyped for a game. They're, when they're hyped for a game, they know they got something yeah, special. Yeah. And they know when they got a crap. Uh, oh, boy, I almost said something nasty. Uh, they, yeah, December 7th. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Jedi J Goldie there. We got lives, uh, We got Liza P. We've got Mortal Kombat 1. Holy mackerel, folks. Open up those wallets. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, that's a now you know why people are like, is it on Game Pass? Is it on Game Pass? And they open well, their wallet the and is? moss fly out. And yeah, no kidding. You know, third party is coming. Is is, is basically, uh, you know, it's, it's got a strong showing this fall. You've got Xbox with a strong showing, and then well, you got Sony with Spider Man. But that's I think that's basically it that they all got for the year, right? So I think. And Nintendo does Nintendo have anything coming up? I mean, are they Super still Mario Wonder is coming out for but oh, Nintendo yeah. probably has other stuff, but I I don't have my finger on that yeah. pulse. I don't have my finger on the pulse of the Nintendo yeah, community anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Not a slight against them. I'm no, just, it's just same. not same yeah, yeah yeah and so like i just see that you know it is what it is but it, it's gonna be a strong fall man i'm really excited and let, you know we're kicking it off in the whole what, not even a week the whole 2023 year has been insane like uh, you know with the resident evil game and and um you got armored core which is also supposed to be pretty good i i mean i see it i'm like eh, i don't know i don't know let me grab a couple supers we got james baker says new follower can't wait for starfield 
awesome, James. If you're new to the channel, welcome. And uh, thank you so much for the super. And keep your eyes peeled. Two videos I'm going to have regarding uh, a game at the end of the at the end of the week. So yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. Uh, Jimbo Jangles with the five dollar. Thank you. He says I'm getting those painful blue feet waiting for Starfield's release. Painful blue feet. Oh, <laughs> the balls of his feet are very painful right now, Mag. Oh my gosh, we're making memes left and right. Jason Lewan. <laughs> says i just hope that this isn't the end of the series s no i don't think so jason i think um the ram is really tough for developers to work with and what it means is they have to spend more time i said this on the show but it's it's a simple statement that means they have to spend more time optimizing than they normally would have to with more ram and as developers they get to a certain point and they're done the game's ready to go and they're running into issues because of that RAM, and so I have to take more time. And that's time, I think, at the end of the project, they feel like they don't have anymore, and they're ready to ship and just get paid for the publisher. So Spartan661 says, thank you for the super. He says, Phil has laid the law on the tablets of life, and he is letting you know the law will happen in time. Xbox is not backing down. Microsoft is on your butt, he says. Uh <laughs> I don't really want to talk about this, but I'll just say it for the sake of this is a news podcast that Xbox signed a divestiture for the rights for Activision Blizzard games to go to Ubisoft to get any and all pressure away from them with the CMA. The CMA has backed them in this corner. I think it's ridiculous. I think they should have uh, put their foot down, but this is where it's at. And... Um, I don't know. I guess whatever. Just close the deal, man. Just the, just make the make the. You know what I mean? Yes. At this point, just make the concessions. Try to keep them quiet. Get it done. Get it over with, and then you can dominate later. Yes. You know what I mean? By the way, yeah. my wife texted me in the middle of the show. She says they aren't too old to play James Bond, but that doesn't matter. Tom Hardy would be the best James Bond. Obviously, oh, my wife geez. is upstairs. Li- she's upstairs listening to the show, and now Shout she's sending to me- Meg's wife for checking out XNC. That's awesome. Yeah, she's listening to Meg uh, XNC while she's upstairs, obviously, and now she's smack talking me in, in text messages. Love you, honey. Happy birthday. Anyways, carry on, Cold. Yeah, for some reason your your camera went to like a glitched pixel screen, but we can hear no, no, you no, fine. I turned it off. Oh, you turned it off. Okay. I have turned uh, off, so it probably went. Uh, it probably went a little bit funny for a, a couple of seconds. You know how uh, Discord is, yeah. Discord, like, yeah, because I, I went to go refill my water. It, it looks like a real. I should get a screenshot. It looks like something cool I'd hang up on oh, my dude, wall. I just saw it. It looks like a. It looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. It's awesome, <laughs> Meg. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm, looking at yeah. it right, I'm looking at it right now. You hey, see that, folks? No, you nobody screenshot that, that and try to sell it on eBay. That belongs to Mag. Don't be stealing his art. You see uh, the can, artistic expression we put on XNC for yes. you guys. We even put interpretive art. <laughs> this is what we do. Um, today or this week, we found out that Immortals of Avion, Immortals of Avion, an EA first-person shooter with magic hands, much like Avowed, uh, is. Oh, are you ready for this, Mag? On yes. Xbox Series S, it is running at 486p, 60 frames. But using a FSR solution up res to run at a higher resolution, and it drops all the way down to 720p on Series X and PS5, but it's been upscaled to run on a 4K screen. But Digital Foundry said when you move the camera, there's all kinds of shimmering and stair-stepping, and 
this is an Unreal Engine 5, and it's just, well, I have to ask the question. I don't want to talk about Mortals because the game hasn't reviewed very well, and people are saying they enjoy it. It's one of those things, right? I'll get to it when I get to it. It's like one of those games that's not going to fit right now for me. But uh, are we looking at developers doing super low res, or do you think we're going to see more 30 FPS, higher quality video games with Unreal Engine 5? Uh, I would go with option number two, uh, to be quite honest. But, I mean... Four, eight, like, come on, man. What is happening here? Like, I mean, did they have the dev kit for, like, six days? Like, you know what I mean? They're just like, all right, let's just see what we shove into this. I, I, like, I don't know. I, well, I read it's this using... whole thing. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, no, no. I was just going to say, like, I, I've, I've heard other people talk about it, and I'm just like, I think this, they're making mountains out of molehills here because we're not talking about, like, a massive developer here that, you know, that, you know, look at what some of these other guys are pulling. You know, well, these, I'm these hearing that the game's really nice looking regardless of the complaints from, you know, Digital Foundry, but it's also using Nanites and Lumen, which is a geometry yeah. mixed with, uh, well, Nanites being the lighting system, or Nanites being the geometry system, Lumens being a ray tracing type solution in Unreal Engine 5, which is really taxing. The, the demo we saw for it in 2020 was running at 30 fps and looked really great you had that like girl that was flying around yeah, 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 inside yeah, the yeah, tomb yeah, yeah. and it was running at 30 and it looked really beautiful but to get it at 60 apparently many concessions need to be made and i got a great response here from james stanard who's an xbox engineer who i've talked to quite a bit and he's replied to a lot of my things and he says and i think what he's saying here to kind of help him out he's not speaking directly about this game, this is regarding another game. So he's just making a general statement when it comes to games running and performance. He said, quote, if you're going to clamp frame rate, sorry, if you're going to clamp frame rate to 30 FPS, you can use up to 33.3 milliseconds of GPU time, which is one frame in a 30 frames render for per, per, per second, the 33.3 milliseconds. 33 milliseconds being if you get one second of gameplay you're going to get 30 times of that image in animation he said you can right. use one frame of the gpu for lots of pretty pixels this is what is meant by tuned for 30 fps if cpu load isn't so heavy or erratic you can easily tune for 60 fps and in quote meaning you can you can't just turn down graphics or turn down features and get 60 fps this is this gets into discussion with Starfield because they're like, what does it take to get it to 60? Can we lower the resolution? And developers will tell you, you can't just lower the resolution call because there's much more to it. You can't just change the graphics or I guess in some instances it would be for Immortals of Avian. I know it's tech heavy. I'll finish it here. <laughs> Nanites and Lumen being a really great lighting solution is the reason why it's running so low in re resolution. And then, okay, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. It just worries me that we're not even halfway through the generation if it lasts five or six years, and right. games are already like just struggling to do what they did last gen. Uh, and I don't know. Am I saying that right? Could, could it be? You, no, no, like, I'm going to ask the audience. Go ahead. Yeah, ask, ask the audience. And I, I want to kind of like sort of pose a question. Is it possible that we're on the precipice of a great change in technology that maybe this is a rough patch where people, they're not really sure how to translate with the new tech? 
Like, I, I, listen, I'm not a tech guy. I'm just saying this is like the. I'm just. Is this a reason why or possibility as to why there's a struggle now because we're about to hit a new level? Yeah, like developers are pushing harder. Five and, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you know, and, and as a result of that, they're sort of stumbling here before they maybe get some, like, you know, you know, before the, the rubber hits the uh, rubber hits the road, so to speak. I like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like I said, I'm posing questions here because I'm not the tech guy. You know, that's a dealer thing or whatever, uh, or, 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 or you or maybe Jez. I don't know. But certainly not me. So I, I just I just but it is at least from my perspective, it just seems somewhat puzzling. That's all as to what's happening. I'm like, what is happening right now? Are people maybe having difficulty translating, you know, their work into like the Unreal Engine 5 or whatever the heck is going on here? I don't know. And like I said, these are all questions I'm posing because I will not be a poser and say I know anything about the tech because I definitely don't. Well, I mean, I hardly, I talk a lot of tech and I just have a cursory knowledge of what we're talking about and just try to break it down as simple as I can. And I've learned a lot from people like Dealer and I've talked to people and try to learn along the way, but there's just so many situations I think the developers have to deal with. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's tough. Ted Eustace says, give Colt yeah. Mag a like. Yeah, hit the like button if you're enjoying the yes, show. Please. Yeah, we appreciate great that. Tonight and a lot, of, a lot of happy people in the chat. Actually, it's been really a lot of fun. A lot of fun yeah. tonight. Yeah, it is fun. It's good to have you back. Um, yeah. We also heard from AMD. Slower, by the way. What's that? <laughs> Oh, you're talking, talking slower? I, I've, been, I've been talking slower. You know, it's, some people have actually noticed that. I've been, like, a little bit more poignant about how I speak and whatever. And actually, I've been getting a lot of comp- – I've been noticing a lot of people talking about the new lighting. They're happy about that, and they're happy Good. they can actually keep up with what I'm saying. I mean, unless you get me really worked up, then, you know, then I turn into, like, you know, the auctioneer at the cattle ranch. But 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 until then, you know, we're going to keep it cool and calm, and we're having a, a good old time. <laughs> I mean, if it's folks. just you and me, like, we can we can lay back in the pocket – uh, and get that get that rhythm going, but you know when you get on a show with like nine people, you know you're clawing through their arms and hands and trying to get to the top to breathe. Uh, it I can, know. It, yeah. you, we all know it. We all know it. Can I say one thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> or in those podcasts, it's like not to interrupt you, but uh, I have been sitting here for an hour. Uh, but you know, not to interrupt uh, you, but I'm totally interrupting you. Yeah. yeah. So AMD announced that FSR three is coming, and I have to wonder. I won't get into the topic of, of the tech, but I just have to wonder, is any of that extra uh, powerful up-res that also gives you... Because FSR gives you a sharper image at the cost of giving you more performance left over by upscaling um, without algorithms. So I'm like, is any of this ever going to get us over the hump from some of these games that'll be at 30? That's a question we're going to have to answer probably in the next few months or early next year. So, uh, yeah, so let me move. Well, let me grab a couple questions here. I want to talk about Gears 6. This is back in the discussion thanks to uh, Xbox era and Special Nick, who he's been talking to somebody that is kind of giving him hints, and I'll just leave it at that, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Cerebral Assassin, thank you for the five. He says, thank you guys for the great show every week. Feeling better from my leg injury. Uh he broke his leg falling, didn't he? No, somebody broke their foot last week. Cerebral, I forgot about your injury. I'm so sorry. I know what it's like to have an injury, and my shoulder went crap and uh, from falling, and you just can't be you for a little bit. But Drew Peanuts with the two. That's a great name. Try and force on my PC. Name. I like that name. Yeah, I knew you would. You like all names that have an homage it's, to food. I think it's hilarious because they're always so funny. It'll be like, 
you know, I'll, I'll go on Xbox Live or something, or like even on the PlayStation Network, and some guy will hit me up, and his name is like Sorrowful Asparagus, and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, or it's like Rambunctious Broccoli, and like these most yep, ridiculous yep. names ever, and yep, they yep. make me laugh. <laughs> I know that they're so funny because I'm trying to think, I'm trying to picture what a rambunctious broccoli would look like. But anyhow, carry on, Cold. Somebody's trying to get that gamer tag right now, Mag. Somebody's trying to get that gamer tag. Drew says he's playing Forza on his PC to see how it looks. I don't know what your PC is, but I bet it's going to look really nice. Oh, dude, it'll look, it'll look fire for sure. Quick story about, uh, you know, people think I don't know about PC, but I remember Forza Apex was the free PC version of Forza Motorsport 6. It had five tracks, uh, 20-some cars, and it was free to download on PC, and I had a GTX 960. So back in 2015, I had the entry-level NVIDIA gaming GPU. It was like a $300 GPU. And I don't want to bore you, but I loaded up Forza Apex, and I could not get the game to run smoothly. I'm like, it runs what? fine on Xbox One, and I've got an $800 PC, and I can't get it to hold 60. That what? game alone pushed me to upgrade my GPU like two years later, that the cycle never ends. Homeless Bird with a five says, I'm excited to try Jusant as there seems to be a meditative quality to the gameplay along with a lovely minimalistic sound music score. Baldur's Gate 3 and Tears of the Kingdom are fantastic. Do you know about Jusant, Mag? No. I haven't looked into it. but no I, no, I have not. Tears of the Kingdom, yes. You know why I know about Tears of the Kingdom? Because I bought it it's in the plastic and it's still sitting on the shelf. <laughs> I haven't even opened it. Oh, and no. I'm just like, you know, and I'm just like, why did this happen? And like, I just happen to be going through the mall with my kids and they're like, yeah. <laughs> and they saw it and they went nuts. And I'm like, fine. I'm like, well, everybody's the, the talking peer about pressure. It. And then I, I ended up buying the stupid thing and it's still in the plastic and no I'm one's worse. Turned it on yet. I'm worse. I played Tears of the Kingdom for like an hour or so and I'm like, no, I don't like it. And that oh. that makes me a bad person because everybody else loved it. Lady Foxfire, calm down. You said gears, and now she's lost her damn mind. Oh, bro, in the chat. let she's me get already- let me get to gears. Let me get to gears. Uh, <laughs> Lady Foxfire, I love you. Ab- Just kidding around. Abacab seventy two. Thank you for the five. Says, do you think PS four Pro will make Phil look foolish by uh, being beat out by power, uh, which he said would never happen? Yes, it would. Um, a PS five Pro would make Xbox consoles look ridiculously weak for a very, very long time until 2028 if they wait that long. So, um, yeah, not not cool. Gear 6. I was talking to Jez Corden at the E3 showcase, and he said, we should be seeing it soon. They were going to show it at the showcase in June, and they decided to wait, maybe to wait for a better time or wait until something was finished. But all I heard was Gear 6 looks insane on Unreal Engine 5. Oh, dude, there's no question. Yeah, so... Sorry, I mean, yeah, carry on, yeah. No, 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 it's okay. I mean, I, I, gave you a, I gave you a moment to say something. It's okay, no, Meg. No, um, that's it. I just have to say, you know it's going to be... Special fire. Nick's... You know it. You know it's going to look amazing. Special Nick says he's hearing that, from Xbox era, that Gear 6 is more of an open-world advancement from what they did from 5. So yeah, he says it's not fully open world, but what he's thinking is they're expanding what they did by giving you a more open area to to play. And like I said, I hope they introduce some of the gear upgrades or or uh, 
system-based items like in in your weapons and gear. I think that'd be really cool. Give you a reason to go look in that cave or go over to that outpost and see what's there for your character and give you that. There is something, Mag, about the investment to your character. Like when you were playing Hogwarts, like everything you did was in service to make you a better wizard and give you better uh, gear that and better wands that did things. Like, And it was part yeah. of the motivation, right? Because you... You thousand that you platinum that sucker. I got it. No, I didn't platinum. I got I got a thousand out of a thousand on Xbox. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I played that on Xbox, but uh, yeah, I did. Oh I yeah, did that was Resident Evil Four. But yeah, you know, Resident Evil Four was after that. Yeah. Um, do you yeah, want that for like, gears? Yes, of course I do. Of course I do. Give me a character that's weak, not weaker. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want an OP guy that's just gonna they destroy everybody and like like I want something that's a little bit weaker that gives me the opportunity to say, you know what, I'll be back for you in about twenty hours. You know what I mean? And then like you go to an area and a guy just absolutely shreds oh, you and your that. friends. I love that. And then and then that's when you give that thing. It's just like it's just like uh, what the hell is that game? Elden Ring. You know, it'd be like, all right, dude. You know, jerk, Don't come with, over jerk here. with the horse. You know, the guy with the horse. Oh, in like, the beginning? Dude, I'll be back in 25 hours, and then we're going to have a little discussion. Right? So it's the same and idea. And you hit him with I a Toblerone bar? Yeah, exactly. A four-pound Toblerone bar right to the face. And that will kill that idiot on the horse, no problem. This is what I want with gears. Give me a reason to be able to go back to areas. Give me like give me that like that RPG feel. Uh, like, like I said, start me off. Not weak, but like weaker. You know what I mean? Let me build up to something. I don't want to just be like switching the same guns over and over and over. And I've got the one with the chainsaw. I already forget the name. You know, you get the Nasher and then the pistol and blah, 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 blah. And then you go back to that. Like, you know what I mean? It just, it gets repetitive and boring. Give me something a little different with this game. You gave it time to breathe between five and six. So now give me a little something different. You're going to be working with Unreal Engine 5. Uh, the, the Coalition are masters of working with Unreal Engine. Look what yeah. they did with Hive Busters. Hive Busters, and, and like I said, I was getting a little tired of Gears. By the time Gears 5 rolled credits, I was like, you know what? I cannot play Gears for another 10 years, and I'd be totally okay. And then Hive Busters came out, and I was like, yo, <laughs> this game is amazing. And I wish I it wasn't three it. hours. It went by know, so fast. I played through it multiple times with people, getting the hundred percent. I went through it with Cybernox. We went through it a couple. We went through it a couple times. Got all the all the treasures and all the little collectibles and whatever. And we had a great time doing it. And boy, was it a looker! You know what I mean? And it played so well, and it looked great. And I'm like, man, you know what? I they know were I said almost what I said there. About... Sorry. Go yeah. On. No, I was just gonna say. I like to myself. I'm like, you know, I just said that I don't want to see gears from the ten years. I'm like, after High Busters. I'm good for Gear 6. I'm like, if this is what we're going to be looking at and playing, I'm like, I'm hyped for this. You know, give me something, but give me something a little different, a little bit bigger, a little bit more open world. Give me some RPG elements. Give me all that stuff. I'm in, baby. Let's go for it. You know, Halo kind of touched on it too, man. Like Halo Infinite, you were able to I know, to like, they could have gone a little like, farther. and could have gone just a little farther with it, but they had the right idea. They were good. on the right road. Oh, dude, yeah, I love Halo still, Infinite. I think Halo Infinite was a great game. Just nobody played yeah, it. Yeah, I, I forgot that. I mean, I gave. I think I gave Halo Infinite a 9 out of 10 or 90 out of 100. I, um, I forgot that you put points in your perks to to allow you to do bigger and better things. I think there's three levels right. for each item. So, like, when I leveled up the grappling hook to do, like, a super punch um, with, you know, <laughs> that was so great. 
And when we talk yeah, about gears, boom, yeah, yeah, oh, I love that. And when we talk about gears being more open, I can't remember what I was going to say, but um, we, I don't, you know, it's not going to be if it's not going to be a big open world. I know people want like Gaz or some of my other friends said so they want like a horror based linear shooter, and I'm like, but I, I want to go around and do what you said. I want to start with pretty good gear and just get bigger and more powerful by the end because. This is what I was going to say is they, they had kind of the right idea. I don't know if it worked for a full gears game, but you had those cooldown powers, but you only had one. Yeah. Like if you played yeah, as yeah, the yeah. red haired guy, I forgot his name. He had yeah. the, uh, uh, he had the, did he have the regenerating ammo? I can't remember. Uh, I remember. I, yeah. I remember they years. all had that one. Yeah. I know. It's yeah, been there, one they guy had, had the shield. One, one had uh, drops down where everyone stands in a circle and regenerates ammo. And then there was another right. power, but, Call of like, Duty had it. You know what their, uh, you know what they're like operators. It was like, yeah, yeah. like it was a cooldown thing, and then they had the operators that would be able to, like, yeah, you like the shield and all People that kind of stuff. People love that. They love having yeah, the person picking a person that can do a certain thing and yeah. making that the way you play. And I, yeah, I mean, it sounds like the chat's kind of a split, but they kind of see where we're coming from. They, I said, Gear Six? Question mark. Would you like open world mechanics or a linear corridor shooter? And sixty percent are saying yeah. RPG and 40% are saying linear corridor shooter. And I'm Let's with you go. on both because either one would be great, but Xbox needs that semi open world with RPG mechanics. Uh, unfortunately they got to do one more with Kate who I really like Kate as a character, but maybe the open world RPG style gears is set for the next game where you start out with a, you pick your cog or they have a new character and you build him up. Like he's a new, he's a newbie or he or she is a newbie, you know, but I don't know. You know, to Gaz's point uh, about doing like, Oh, you're going to agree with him for base, once. I am going to agree with him. I, you know, I, I know I just joke with him all the time. Gaz, you know, I'm just kidding with you. Love you. Um, uh, the thing is, um, you know, to his point, if you go like the more corridor style shooter, let's say like more like a gears one and make it more horror based, why not do that as just like they did with Hive Busters? You release a couple of DLCs on the side, one here, one there, one one every six months or once a year, and you release two or three of those, right? You put them in the Game Pass, you get people back re-engaged into Gear Six, into like the you know the multiplayer and stuff like that. Like keep it fresh, you know what I yeah. mean? So at that point, you could tell side stories. So you're gonna tell stories in the world of Gears, but not with the main characters. I think that that was a. I think that's a great idea. I think that that's something that a lot of games could uh, explore a little bit more and do things like that. I think that's a good idea anyway, and be able to expand the universe in a way that you say, you know what? Uh, for example, actually, one of my favorite Gears games was Gears of War Judgment. Why? Same. Same. Because it was such a unique idea of we're in the middle of a courtroom drama, and the the testimony was the gameplay. The right? flashbacks like, well, and. You the know what? I love. was a testimony. What I love the challenge idea. on the wall. You'd walk in, that red icon would be there, and it's like only kill with shotguns. And I'm like, okay. And then I would be, you're not just going through and shooting. Like you had an objective um, that you were trying to do. Like, I don't know. I maybe I was the only one who liked that, but I loved Gears Judgment. And I think it got like a 71 or 72. I thought it was, it was a great. I thought it was a fun game, and I thought, I, I, like I said, the the idea was unique. It was not part of the main series, so you had your, you know, you had your series with the, uh, you know, with, Did with all the guys. Did people comply? Make that? 
Yes, they did, I believe. Um, they did a good uh, job. I never before. liked Baird yeah. until that game. Like, I always thought Baird was annoying, like the loudmouth, blonde-headed guy in your high school. Like, in Gears 1 and 2, like, I didn't like him. And then when I played uh, Judgment, like, uh, then I really liked him because, you know, he was... He wasn't so tough in that game. He was he was yep. scared. He was scared. Yeah. This Glayran guy said something interesting, which is actually funny. I was going to say that. Wrap up the Kate story in the opening of the game. Make they that like the to. first. Make that the first Cross, hour. Couple hours, yeah. Or whatever, yeah. and get the story closed, and then open it up into a like into into something else where you get to maybe pick your own character, create a character, do this, and then carry on the story from there. Lady Foxfire, what do you think they, of that in the chat? Because, Let us well, know in the chat what you think of it. The story of Kate way too far, way too long. Like, just man, like okay, let's let's just figure this out and just get it over with, and let's go in a different direction now. Because I think people by the end of Gears Five, people are pretty tired of the story of her story. I, I'm I like her as a character and everything else, and I got nothing against it. I just say you know, and uh, what's his name, son, and everything else. I'm like, ugh. They're all right. I didn't like, like I didn't like JD in Gears 4 and then by the end he was really humbled and I was like I kind of like him but then you make tough choices at the end so I don't know. There's a lot to, lot to say about Gears, a lot to say. Um, I say they see open here. up the story. I think they need to open up the story and carry it in a different direction and like you know what I mean? Like just keep it a little bit more open-ended mm-hmm. and then be able to expand on that. And like I said, and then you could do the Destiny 2 style thing where you get like an expansion here, an expansion there, and that's where you could tell individual stories in the world of gears, but more corridor horror stories, survival stories. You know, how about a survival story of a man of a of a father who used to be a gear or whatever, you know, sure. and then he's protecting his he's protecting his wife and his two kids. Or his wife, you know, or, his, or him and his wife are protecting his two kids and his brother-in-law, or something. I don't know. And they have to get from one end of the city to the other end of the city. And the cities to get to a safe zone. And, and the city's the made out of Toblerone bars, and it's like exactly. really hot, and it's starting to melt. They got to get there before the nougat like freezes their legs to yeah. the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, uh, anyway, that's, that's the story you get from a to b you're trying to get to the safe house on the other end of the city and the story's about that family trying to yeah hey, uh, uh, stay stage on next i think it is I, I can't say it probably this the kate story's good i just think it's getting a little long in the tooth now you guys like, can't even spell a, her name correctly it's k-i-a-t oh is it yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Say, yeah I, like, it, it's fine like i said the story's fine i got nothing wrong with it it's just it's too long it's yeah, going and, on way too long, and I'm like, okay, guys, you know, you know, like at the side of the, you know, the side of like the the stage or like behind the camera in Hollywood, the guys going, okay, guys, wrap it up, let's go. It's the, yeah. it's it feels like they need to wrap it up and and move on. But yeah, anyways, yeah, I mean, uh, Boba Fett says the roadie run feels old to me, and they did smooth it out in the newer games with the coalition. But I want to say something really controversial. But I would like instead of a roadie run, I would like your character to be able to move around the world even if they can climb a couple of short walls like i feel like your character is so cemented to the ground in those games and i would like them to move around a little bit but it doesn't lady foxfire spells it right i don't know i just want that to be i want there to be more freedom of movement because the shooting in gears four and five is you ready for this I think it is some of the best third-person shooting mechanics. It is my yep. favorite for sure. Whenever I would go back and just dink around in the uh, in the horde mode in Gears Five, just to just get into combat and play it, every time I'd be just with a controller, just lining up shots. And I'm not even good. 
It's just it just feels great. Uh, let me go to Trail Roberts. Thank you for the two. He says Armored Core Six, awesome. Yeah. Glitch Doctor with a five euro says, "Be careful which troll you're banning." Colt, it might be Mag's wife. Laugh out loud. Oh. <laughs> Spartan six six one. Thank you for the five. He says, "Fender Gibson." Does it? Oh, he's talking about guitars. Uh, does it matter for your own sound or your own tone? Have you experimented? And do you have a preference? I have a Les Paul, and over here I have a uh, Fender Stratocaster, and they sound slightly different, uh, but. It's all down to pickups and it's really how you play and how you, it's about how your hand works with the guitar, but they all sound great. And I'll tell you this, it's not a guitar show, but you can spend a hundred to $150 on a guitar and it will sound phenomenal. Just trust me. Robert Jackson with the $5 says, yo, Colt been a subscriber since day one. Just wanted to say you are one of the best. Thanks for the videos, bud. We appreciate you. Robert Jackson's been around for a while and he's been uh, on the Patreon or channel membership for a long time. And uh, I don't know if he really means day one, but if he do does, it would be funny if he actually saw my KNN cold air filter video or me with a, you know, doing a stop motion animation with, uh, with the transformer or making a pine with Derby car. Like that was like day one. I'm talking like Oh six Oh seven on YouTube. Um, you know, just, just, just hanging out. Just having a good time. Uh, we are way over. Uh, I was supposed to talk about Fallout 5 and Elder Scrolls. So I'll say this as our closing uh, topic. Recently, Todd Howard said he wishes he would have announced Fall, uh, Elder Scrolls 6 in a different way and more casual because in 2018 at their E3 event, he had a huge flyover animation we've seen a million times. It flew over the countryside and to a mountain with a city, and it said Elder Scrolls Six, and that was it. And um, basically, ten years later, the game would come out or will come out. So um, we haven't heard anything new outside of some tidbits. So if you're if you haven't listened to a lot of what Todd Howard said in interviews, they built the whole first mission, the character creation, some of the some of the campaign is kind of set up. So they're quite a ways to it, but they've been all hands on deck for Starfield over the past three years. So I would hope to hear something soon about that. But then there's a really great looking Fallout show. So I don't know when Fallout Five's coming, but uh, Meg, are you able to make it until breath. then? Don't hold your breath. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a long time. Uh, and that's fine. And I actually have a sneaking suspicion that both of those games are going to be next-gen consoles. Uh, they're not going to be on the series consoles. I can, I can, yeah, probably I can, not. I, yeah, if I, they I were next-gen. Yeah, I can't uh, see why they would. Is, next-gen is not even is not even going to be that far away. We're, in the, we're in approaching the tail end of 2023. I think the next-gen will be around 2024. 6 27 somewhere around there maybe maybe they might stretch it to 28 i doubt it they I really said doubt they it. would to 28 mag but i mean i'm like why are you waiting so long it. just put a console out you and i were saying on the show like two or three weeks ago that yeah we would not mind them being like every four or five years put on a new console and we tried to convince you guys you shouldn't mind either is that kind of yeah. psychotic to say no but, I, uh, I, I think that uh you're gonna you're gonna see elder scrolls first is my is my opinion, and then you're going to see Fallout Five, like six uh, years later. We are talking like 2030 for yep. Fallout Five, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, we're looking at next gen consoles. So don't don't even worry about it. Don't even think about it. Forget about it. 
you know, forget about it. Anyway, just forget about it this generation. Just play Jump what we got coming. Yeah, just, <laughs> just play what we got coming. There's a lot of games coming. There's yeah. a lot of games coming to Game Pass. Third party. Uh, you know, PlayStation's got a bunch of stuff coming up. You know, if you like Nintendo, go play that too. Hey, man, there's a lot of games. We'll revisit this conversation in like four years. <laughs> oh my gosh well like you said there, there's games coming out all the way it's going to pack the rest of the year and then after that it's like lots of time here here it comes so meg thanks so much for uh hanging out with us tonight yeah man and the chat night. hanging out with me and um what do you have planned for the rest of the week uh well i mean i mean i'm working seven days a week for the next uh for well this week and probably Jeez. next week and then uh, into the long weekend so like uh hopefully by then but i still won't be doing much a whole lot of gaming maybe maybe some gaming this week but not really much i will be waiting till after the long weekend and then it's starfield time and then uh, we can uh, we could dig our claw i could dig my claws in that and then uh, we'll see what's going on so yeah i'm yeah, really we'll see what's I'm, going on yeah i'm looking forward to seeing how uh everybody kind of takes on the week i know it's going to be really crazy when review scores start coming in um how people are going to react either way but if you're in washington or seattle area see if you can make it into packs I, i'm going to be out there hanging out i'm looking forward to meeting samurai kbg in person i've already met hey. with hang out hung out with uh, miles dampier but yeah we're going to be um hanging out there for a couple days and then uh, back to everything. Trail Roberts with the two says Starfield cigars and whiskey. I think that's a, like a good old time. I think that's a Leonard Skinner song. I'm pretty sure. Uh, or, I'll, or I'll, George I'll, I'll take, I'll take all three of those. Uh, listen, here's the thing. Anybody goes and meets pa uh, Colt at PAX, please do me a favor. Take a picture with him with a Toblerone bar. You have to bring it though. You have to bring it. You bring a Toblerone bar, bring it, take a picture with Colt, and then I want to post it on social media, and you tag me, okay? That's going to make my whole week. So please do that. Thank you. That's all I have to say for the rest of the show. <laughs> Thanks so much, Meg. One one last one, Joel Williams with an Australian 5, which I think is about 11 o'clock in the morning over there, uh, for depending on where he's at in Forza Horizon 3. He says, I'm so excited for Starfield and can't wait to play Colt. I must know how much you're enjoying it right now. And then he goes, and I'm, all I can tell you is I'm playing the game and I'll have a review out on August 31st. So, yeah. That's correct. Um, not that long, guys. Not that long. Yeah, not that long. Not that long. But, uh, Meg, thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, crazy show. You guys have been really great. great and show. we we are going to – I'm trying to find the button. We're going to get out of here. Thanks, Meg. I'll talk to you. Man, you take care of yourself working seven days a week, dude. Yeah, man. Don't worry about it. I've done it before. I'll do it again. But if you guys, everybody, enjoy your week. Enjoy the long weekend. We'll talk to you guys after the long weekend. And uh, for those with early access, enjoy Starfield. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you, bud. Hey, Meg, get to bed. <laughs>